sit down, Phil. You're over there for a reason. Take, just take your drugs. And I have work to do. Hello, hi, how are you? Welcome back. It is whatever day of the... Who cares? You can read? You have a calendar, don't you? Do you not know what day it is? Do I need to tell anybody? Is that important? Why do people do that? I mean, I know what day it is, but I also know that it doesn't matter and nobody cares and nobody's ever cared. So I don't... It's only useful for setting up appointments. We have to dismantle the white supremacy construct of time. Uh -huh. Appreciate you guys. Welcome back. It is, well, you know, this is the place you go if you're a piece of shit. If you're a, uh, if you're evil. If you're full of hate. There's so much hate. So much hate. Well, I've never, none of my people have ever, you know, shot up a school. A lot of yours have. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, a lot going on. I don't know where to... I mean, sometimes I worry there's too much. There's not enough. Some days I, I don't know where I'm going to find... You know? It's like there's not a lot going on. I, I hate retreading. And then other times, especially if I miss a day, it's like an overwhelming cascading dumpster fire of hell. And and you don't know what, where, to, where to begin and, and where to go with it. I suppose I'll start with the obvious for some... Entropy is not working again for the third time. The website has been taken off the universe. It's gone. It's been erased and destroyed again for the third time, right peculiarly uh, as I go on. I believe they're under attack. They've um, been uh, getting really having a hard time getting money and getting paid and so on. They've had to leave the country. They fled to had to leave Canada because of our tyrannical government who hates uh, people that uh, don't think the way that they do so they'd ran them out of out of the country and then they've been bouncing around the world since and uh not to be you know not saying it's my fault or anything but you know some of the more prominent people that use that platform uh have been noticing problems when they we try to use it and as of course entropy takes a percentage of your of your contributions to keep their platform afloat having their more you know successful you know performers, if you would like to use that word, um, blocked from using it is substantially going to harm the bottom line of that business, driving the business closer to bankruptcy, erasing them, and then we all no longer have, we're a down one less free speech platform, you see. So that's what I, that's what probably is going on. I find it unlikely that it's a coincidence that, you know, and I'm not the only one. There's a few other guys that are like, yeah, I've been having, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting how that works. So for now, uh, please go to, you know, Rumble or Odyssey, either one. Is um is is great. They're all and they will. Uh, you can support me there as well. You can donate. You can send to the. You can help the empire. <laughs> you know, it's not necessary. I don't need it. But if you like, I would prefer that than than YouTube, which is again a platform for pedophiles. So, you can go on Odyssey and you can do there. And we have uh, th the voice of reason, Tvor. There, how you doing, brother? He says so. The trans people and supporters are the bigots. Then, right? Well, they they really don't like. Christian kids, and they don't mind seeing them dead, as we've we've seen them to be celebrating. The mask has come off the last couple of days, you know, no, of no shock to me, or, or you know, m many of you. Some people are quite horrified at their behavior, but they're evil, and evil people. I mean, you believe them when they when they say, you know, when when they do, you know, 
You'll know them by their fruits, as it as it says in the, in the old those some of those old books. And what are the fruits of this ideology? It's a lot of depression, suicide, homicide, mass murder, drug abuse, domestic violence, and things like this. That's the fruits of of the left ideology and the things that they push: death and darkness. Um, so that's the fruits of what they do. So that's why I think they're evil. And and um, you know it, it shouldn't be much of a shock. <laughs> To see them, I presume them to be evil, and oh look, they're acting evil when something horrible has happened, and they're laughing about dead children. What a shock! Can't believe it. Or, or just you know, saying how they're actually the real victims here are the trans people. The transvestites are the real victims. The transvestite that shot up a school full of elementary kids is the real victim here, guys. They were driven to it. They were driven to it. Not like Dylan Roof, no. This fucking freak show, yes. You know, do you see what I mean? There's a there's a very obvious double standard happening here and that's because that's their team and they don't mind when their team kills you uh they only do it you know the other way so because the media isn't isn't there for us it's not owned by us it is owned by the enemy and its only sole purpose is to demoralize you with propaganda and brain and you know bring you uh closer to death it's pretty much its only purpose jt the real donald t jt the real donald t jt there's a lot of t's in your name i don't know why i don't know if it matters but he says, I pulled my membership from the Alberta Independence Party a moment ago and demanded a refund. Good. Yes, this is what we need to do. For those of you who are not familiar with the situation, Arter Pulowski, um, who many of you may know, this pastor in Alberta who has been feeding the homeless and just being based and fighting government corruption his entire life, has been imprisoned I don't know how many times uh, for standing up to, to, to them. And they hate him. They hate his guts. Um, he was recently, in the last couple of months, elected to the leadership of the uh, Alberta Independence Party, I believe, and then was ousted by his own board members because he's too extreme. He's just too extreme. So they're traitors, and that entire party needs to leave and go with the leader they elected, not a bureaucracy that thinks they can now take what he has built and the momentum that he has brought with him that he has cultivated through his own suffering and toiling. That is why the power of Arter Pulowski exists. That's why people are drawn to this man. That's why they support this man, because they see him going out there every day, fighting for them, for the community, for the homeless. I mean, come on, man. And these 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 goons, these bureaucrat type of little weasel snakes think they can just take this out from under. Oh, we'll just get rid of him. His purpose is fulfilled, and we'll just take it from here, Arter. Your party is over. You just might as well have shot yourself in the face. He is the... Whatever. You know, good job. Good job. Way to, way to be, guys. So, I mean... <laughs> he's too extreme. He, he's, not, he's not doing the current thing. You can't win from the middle. You can't win from the middle, and that's what they all want to do because it's comfortable. It's a comfortable thing to do, to sit in the middle, not take sides. Not take sides. You want to, They act like they're pretending they take sides, but they don't actually want to do anything. Um, one of the guys, North of Nothing, go find his channel. I, I highly recommend. Great guy. They had a hilarious... It's like, these are the kinds of people that when the landing ramps drop before a beach invasion... They just lay down and pretend to be dead immediately, and then when the battle is over, they're like, oh, we did it. You know, I, oh, we? What do you mean, we? Much like in warfare, um, as this is, this is a war. It's a mind and soul spirit war. It's very challenging at the best of times, and it's difficult, And it, but we are in one, and it's it's very serious, and much like a, a actual war tradi- in the traditional sense, did you know 
that um, is, is a book I, I highly recommend by Lieutenant Colonel David Grossman called On Combat, and he has another one called On Killing, but, and he's done a lot of these studies himself, and, and he's like basically the world expert in killology. He taught, what is it like to kill someone? What happens to your brain? What happens to your body? What ha- like, in si- scientifically, this is how, and he's explored all these things, and um, many of the military units, mine included, had the benefit of learning from his um, research and teachings and so on, so we could better... Uh, acclimatize ourselves to this lifestyle and what's going to be required of us and, and how to live and deal with it after the fact and so on. So check that out if you're interested on combat, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman, amazing, very insightful, especially if you're in any kind of um, very dangerous job maybe, or um, or if maybe you're just trying to process things. It's I'm telling you, it's, it's fascinating. Um, but one of the things that was covered in, in some of, it might have been an on killing, get both, get both, get both of his books. Read them, read them to bed. Read them to your children in bedtime stories. <laughs> that um, the majority, the majority of soldiers in the Second World War did not shoot to kill. The majority would shoot around, shoot over the heads of other guys, like to look, to feign the idea of participation, but they didn't actually want to. And this is true of not not like the ally. This is everybody. This is just human nature being examined. And in a battle and in a fight like this, where there's teams pitted against each other, it is the the radicals. It's the extremists that actually move the ball up and down the field. It's the really hardcore guy. They're the ones that win and lose the war. And the rest of the guys are kind of just going with it. Who's breaking new ground and who's taking the hill and who's, you know what I mean? Somebody's got to take the initiative and go for it and everybody else just watches. That's just like real life. You have people that sit around and watch and observe and they, they funnel into the coattails and ride the wake of the people going in front of them and then they want to claim victory like they, they did it. It was all, yeah, it was a team. Well, actually, no. It was the, as it always is, victory was brought from the small, a small group of very determined people that refused to give up. That's what brought victory into there. It wasn't a giant, massive horde of, of, of dum-dums doing the bare minimum. That has never been the case. So there are a lot of people, you know, they're, they're oh, there's just so many. There is a lot of idiots. There's a lot of lazy, uninterested, apathetic people. The good news is you don't need them to win. We don't need those people to make a difference. You only need a few. You only need, a, I, I mentioned this statistic the other day. Um, you know, people were talking about, I, just a hypothetical, it doesn't mean anything. Cops, relax. But they were arguing over who could fight who if the if there was like a revolution, right? Like, oh, you can't fight the government. Blah, blah. I said if 1% of Canada, just 1%, decided I would rather die than live like this another day and we're going to just revolt. We're going to have a revolution. Uh, what are you going to do about it? That's 400,000 people. 1% of this country is about 400,000 people. The entire security state, and this is on the best of terms, absolute maximum, Every cop, every soul, everybody that's trained to do, uh, to, to, to fight and, and do that kind of job, yum, and, and assuming nobody quits, nobody defects, nobody's sick, nobody's out of shape, nobody's, you know, 100% across the board, you, you know, everybody on paper you actually have on the field, maybe, and I'm talking, and this is all police and military, maybe 50,000. 1% of this country would outnumber the entire security forces by 5 to 1. So, I'm just like I'm just saying as a as a uh, something to think about, <laughs> you know. People, don't, you don't need a lot. You don't need everybody. That's where the the three percenter myth comes from. 
in the United States where they say only 3% of Americans actually fought against the British in the Revolutionary War. So 100% of American colonists were freed by the efforts and given a, a new start and a new future by just 3% of its population that went to fight back. And I guarantee you, like every other war and confrontation, it was 3% that fought, and then afterwards it was every bar and tavern you went into, it seems like it was 50%. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was there. Were you? It was before, before the internet. You'd have to take somebody's word for it, right? Yeah. So it's, we've got a lot of that. And I find it really annoying. And it needs to go. And I don't think there's a lot of people, you know, I go hard. I, I, I know that. And I, I go at, I don't attack people. I don't, I, the only, the only thing I'm focused on attacking is the, is the global, is the state, is the fucking, the monster, right? That's really all I'm interested in cutting to pieces and burning alive. That's really all I'm after. But when other people come out of their way and enter my left and right of arcs and get into the way of what I'm, I, I'm like, what the fuck are you, you know, and, and I will destroy you too. If you're in the way of what I'm trying to achieve and you're, and you're interfering with what I'm doing, I, you came to my little area of the world and started kicking stuff around and moving plates around and fucking around with my house, I will beat you senseless because now you're in the way. And the problem is there's a, there's a few of those. And uh, there's, I, they're like Johnny-come-latelys. A lot of those running around these days. And um, they'll tell you from their own admissions, like they like they invented the idea of dissent. That uh, oh man, I've been I've been doing this since on oh, the convoy, man. When that convoy happened, the convoy, the the convoy, sir. I have been ardently, studiously paying attention to our situation since at least 2012. So 11 years. I only watched, studied, and listened. To everything, every shred of info, everything I could find that seemed relevant or important to know about, as it has in how it fits to the greater overall picture, for about seven years. Seven years I spent, I call it conspiracy school, you know, not full time, you know, you're doing other things, I'm working, you got kids, but if you, if you crammed that all down into everything I've probably read and consumed and, and interacted with, and it would, it would be a couple of years of full time work to just to catch up and go through all this stuff. Uh, and it's, it's how it's the same as anything else. But you have all of these brand new people who showed up yesterday, basically, literally born yesterday, and they say we're gonna get the libs out. And I'm like, slow down, okay, child. You don't know what you're talking about. And uh, let me explain. Wow, you guys are just blackpilled, and uh, we gotta get the libs out. If you're somebody that just fucking realized there's a problem like ten minutes ago, you're not the person that should be giving advice. Um. And, and you just showed up recently. And the other thing, too, is uh, some other people. I love this one. The silent works of the heroes, right? Oh, I've been doing all kinds of... Yeah. Listen, motherfucker. I earned my stripes. More so than a lot of people. And I'll be fucked if I'm going to sit here and listen to some fucking random nobody talk, you know, talk shit to me like, I'm, like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what's going on. Who the fuck are you? If your name isn't, and I know who everybody is in this country, pretty much, because like I said, it's, it's been a long road for me. It's been over a decade. So if you're going to come in and you're going to start saying, all, you, oh, here's what I think you need to do, and right, wagging your finger around, if your name isn't fucking Dan Dix or James Corbett or Ryan Dawson or, one, or somebody like this, I don't fucking care and I've never heard of you. 
I'd never heard of you. Because back then, the amount of people that were doing this was like this many. It was very few who had the guts to go out and stick their neck out and tell the truth and get in, get in the mix with the state and the police and so on. And they, you know, a reputation would follow. So we all we know who all these people are. And then you have all these random, we don't even know what I've done. Yeah, it's nothing. Probably nothing. Because I see you're on Facebook a lot, um, which is going to really, you know, have an cut into your doing things time. Because whining on Facebook is nothing. It's pointless. Has anyone ever read a Facebook post and, and went, my God, this is profound? I've, I've, my entire life is turning around now. The only reason people use Facebook is it's, it's, they look for their turn to talk. It's, it's like, uh, it's like narcissism central or something. Everybody knows everything about everything and everybody's fighting with everybody about everything. No one's listening to anyone and everyone's just waiting for their turn to shoot their fucking mouths off. If you want to get cancer, go on Facebook. Facebook is the Walmart of social media. Facebook, the users on Facebook, the people that are on there all the time and they're always in there. I mean, I go to Walmart. We all go to Walmart, but I don't go to Walmart. You know, I don't go there for everything all the time. I don't, you know, there's, you know, the people of Walmart. Remember that website? And you're just like, my God, you know, Walmart people. That's Facebook. Facebook is the Walmart of social media applications, and you can tell that by its user base. The dumbest user base, the most the most censored, the most bull... I mean, Jesus. You can tell somebody... You can say fuck off to somebody, and you're banned for three months. It's like... What a waste of time. And they just sit there doing Facebook shit. You're like... <laughs> whatever. Anyway. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's at that point now. It's gotten to that point. Like, I didn't ever consider... You know, I was just listening and learning. Like, I know I don't know shit about anything. But it's been 10 years, and I've been hearing a lot of the same things over and over again. I've stopped. I don't get a lot. New information is rare now um, about a lot of this stuff. So, you know, uh, don't come over here telling us, you know, what's what when you don't even know when the fuck you were born. You don't even know what sex you are. Well, I'm going to get the libs out. You're in, You're literally in primary school. You don't know anything. Please stop talking to me. Um, you know, you guys aren't playing with a full deck at all. You don't, you don't have an, you don't even have a grasp of the information. You have no idea where you are or what's happening. That's the first thing you need to solve is get a grip on things on reality, not on propaganda, not on CBC's power and politics, not on some fucking milk toast talk show where people are afraid. Don't say the word faggot. We'll get upset. That is, come on. Do you, see, do you see the issues that we're dealing with? This is going to require, you know, strength of character to overcome. And that's not going to be possible if people are afraid of mouth sounds. You don't have to like words. You don't have to use them yourself. But the fact that people are like, you're willing to throw something away because of something so mind, something so trivial and ridiculous. It's like, almost like they're looking for an excuse. That's really what it is. It's cowardice. This is the, the laying down on the bat. Oh, look, see, I, oh, they, they said this. Those Dagon people said this. Oh, oh, see, I, I saw a guy do that. See, there, they're bad. You're looking for an excuse to throw the baby out with the bathwater because you're scared, and you're scared because deep down you know that we're right. And because we're right, that means that you, if you have any hope, will have to really take a hard look and... um 
strengthen yourself and take responsibility for yourself and start to really, you know, open both eyes when you go outside into the world. And that takes strength and courage and it's hard and difficult and people don't want to do it. So they don't want to do it. So they don't want to listen to you. So they throw it away and they stay in their pods and they stay in their little cubicle worlds of get the libs out and everything. And the wheel keeps turning and the same bullshit keeps happening. And it's been like this for decade after decade after decade after decade after decade. This system that we live in is designed to keep you enslaved. We are slaves. Um, our quality of life is pretty good for slaves, but we are still slaves. Just because you're a well-placed... Like, we don't have freedom of speech. We don't have freedom of thought. We don't have freedom of anything. You're free to enjoy your life the way that the state, the global state, has laid it out for you. And the, the left and right walls, the lane that you're allowed, the acceptable lanes that you can play in, are shrinking by the day. And these, these people in the middle think that if you just stay in the lanes that are ever shrinking decade after decade after decade, that they will be safe and everything will be okay and we just got to get the libs out. How do you move the walls the other way? Well, you have to go to the extreme end and pull it the fuck away, don't you? Those people in the middle, those guys that hide in the back and, you know, they, they, don't, they don't get things done. They're not the ones that change anything. They're this. It's just more of this talking, talking, talk, you're, you know, not, not even interested in moving the needle at all. They just want to be entertained and, enter, you know, make money and do this kind of shit and then make a mockery of, of this kind of stuff, of the things that some of us are doing. People are in jail. People are in prison. People are having their lives destroyed. People are being chased across the world, debanked and threatened and killed and murdered and so on. This is very real to anybody that actually knows what's actually knows and trust me believe this write this down <clears throat> when they know that you know it's on and there's no going they will they, you are never off the list once you go on the list you stay there forever and once they know you know that's it so, you know, it ain't a game. It's not a game. John, real John, Donald T has a, he's a, I don't know what that means. A monthly supporter. I, I guess that's great. I, I, I don't know what it means, but thanks. Good. Yay. Hooray. I'm just scrolling it through some of these chats here. I don't have uh -oh, entropy anymore because it's, uh, I thought I was muted again. I, I have PTSD from this. <laughs> not really. I'm joking. I don't think it, <clears throat> I've seen that thrown around a lot. I've got PTSD from, from what happened. Someone yelled at you. No, you don't have PTSD from that. You ha PTSD is when your body um, exists in a state of... Um, <clears throat> you physically have the symptoms of feeling as though you are, your life is in danger. Someone's trying to kill you right now, even though nothing's happening. You can just be laying in your bed watching The Simpsons and uh, logically, in your mind, feel fine. There's no problem. But physically, you know, sweating, heart pounding, massive amounts of anxiety. Every noise is making you jump up and down because your body thinks you're about to be murdered at any at any time. That's Pete. That's what that is. Just because someone yelled at you and you don't like you, you're uncomfortable. That you're not traumatized. You're just uncomfortable, which is another big problem. We have a population that treats being uncomfortable as though it is some kind of criminal act that someone has done to the someone has made me uncomfortable and that should be illegal i want someone punished for this 
That's generally, that's basically the attitude of, of the West now, right? Of a lot of people, basically anybody under under 50, this is, you know, where it's at. This is the state, this is how pathetic we've become. How dare you? That that mentality has taken over. It's like you don't, you don't have a right to not be offended. You're going to be offended. I get offended by things every day, all the time. You see the shit people say about me every day? What? It is what it is. Welcome to life. Put on your pants. You don't get to punish and attack and destroy people because you don't like them. You don't like what they're saying. You're not traumatized. You're not. You're not a victim. You're just uncomfortable with something. That's a you problem. So we've got an entire generation that thinks being uncomfortable is some some kind of grievous injury that must be righted. And, you know, we got to smash the fish. Ram the Third says milkshakes will be drank. They will be drank. I've got a great big milkshake um, brewing for, for the province of Nova Scotia this summer. And I can't say anything more about it. But uh, it's going to taste good. They're going to really like it. Probably. Unless you're my enemies, then you're not. You're going to be <laughs> suicide watch. 1-800. What's the suicide hotline? Whatever. Go find that. Whatever you're doing, commies. I'd, I'd, write, I'd keep that on speed dial. Uh, Chris Burke says the next Agalon Challenge coin is April 8th. Head over to the grift.shop to pre-order yours. Get what do I have? No, I don't, but I do have this. This is my like my mafia ring. Now see like somebody was like like oh, I like I look like an 80s coke dealer. I mean, that's not unfair. I mean, I kind of you know. What do you want? You want two bags? Huh? What do you what do I got? <laughs> I'm an 80s coke dealer now. You know, I don't mind. You can get, I don't know if there's any of these left. I think Derek may have sold them all. I don't know. Uh, but the coin, I get one upstairs. You can get them at thegrift.shop if you want one. That way, you can immediately be added to a watch list. And when you get arrested for, uh, you know, saying, hey, don't fuck my children, they'll be like, oh, look, see a terrorist. We saw one of these coins. And then you'll just, the benefit is they'll put you straight to the front of the execution line so you don't have to wallow in the misery of the camps for months and months and months of the gulags, you know, in the salt mines toiling away wondering when it's going to be your turn. They'll kill you immediately. So it's basically, it's like a cyanide pill. It's like a cyanide pill. So get your, uh, get your cyanide pill coin, keep it on you at all times so that when the enemy does grab you, they'll know to dispose of you right away. Um, they won't even pump you for information because you'll just be, you'll just repeat the same. This is what you say if you're ever captured by the commies. You say when whatever whatever they ask you. You don't ask for a lawyer. You don't stay silent either. You just say nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. That's all you say, no matter what they ask you. Ash Lobby Dash has just joined the Daglon Fitness Group today. We need to be the few who stood against many. Looking for the link up. Looking to link up with other runners in Nova Scotia. Can't hurt me. Let's go. I'm glad you brought that up. That is doing great. T.me slash Diagonal Prime or, uh, you know, Raging Dissident II. Go on Telegram. The groups are on there. There's almost 2,000 people in there already. It's only a few days old. And uh, I did plan to do this Monday. And I think I'll do it monthly because that's probably e- easier. Um,. Oh my goodness, Stephen Harris says Rumble's giving 100% creator revenue share for the subscription badges until the end of 2023. That is all. Thank you. I did not know that. That uh, That's great. That's great. I'm going to get back to the fitness thing in a minute, but I want to get through these super chats and then we'll. I want to show you guys some. We have some fucking monsters in the community. I'm legitimately worried <laughs> about the amount of power that exists. I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm Philip can never... If I die, you must keep the access from Philip. 
He will use you to achieve terrible, terrible things. Anastasia says, I'll have to figure out how to cancel my entropy subscription, but in the meantime, here you go. We are in a time of worldwide revolution. No other people I'd rather be with tonight. Thank you. I appreciate that. Same here. Back to you. Don't cancel. I think entropy could be bad. I don't know. They're, they're going through something. They're having a time. They're having a pro- problematic time. Um, I don't know if it's still... I, I doubt it's back up. It'll probably be up... Be down. Yeah, it's going to be down all night. It'll be down until about an hour or two after I'm done, and it'll be fine again. Wait. Wait and see. Uh, Ram the Third says, Super Beast goes hard. Yeah, that's an old song, right? Not a bad one. Uh, what happened in Waco? You can find out um, on my probably Rumble page. Waco Deep State Massacre. I think I called it. It's kind of a dumb name. I don't know what else to call it. Like, what else is it? It's basically a massacre of innocent people by shadowy group of dickheads that wanted them dead because they didn't respect their authority, essentially. Essentially, the Branch uh, Davidians didn't respect the authority, so they sent in Delta Force to murder them all, most of them children. Isn't that nice? That's great. Um, what happened in Waco says, you have the inherent uh, right to defend yourself with the maximum violence to quell the threat as quickly as possible. It's not hunting or even my constitution. You have firearms rights because they exist. While your right to exist is given to you by God, you have you don't have to ask anyone's permission to exist and be safe and live your life. If you have to ask another man's permission for you to be alive and live your life the way that you want, you are not free. You are a slave. I say that to them, and they're like, oh, you guy called me a slave. You are a slave. I'll say and do whatever I want. I don't fear anything. I'm only afraid of not doing the best that I can and living my life in a way that's going to be, you know, acceptable to the higher powers of the universe. That's really it. That's really all. That's that's what really, at the end of the day, is going to make my decisions. If I do or don't do something, is like, oh, God, you know. I'm going to have to look upstairs and inside uh, for that one. Outside of that, if you're like, oh, no, we can't because a big, a big fat millionaire said I'm not allowed. Oh, a big fatty fat millionaire said you're not allowed to protest? Oh, I guess you better not then. Oh, did, did pharmaceutical billionaires tell you to ostracize your own family? I guess you better do it, slave. I guess you better banish your own family, you fucking drone. Well, I'm not a slave. Sure, sure, sweetheart. Keep telling yourself that. You don't even think your own thoughts. Everything you think you know was installed into your head by a regime that hates you. Everything you know. It would be better. I would rather have people come out of the woods that have done nothing but live there for a hundred years. Be like, what the fuck is going on out here? I'd be like, let me explain. That would be better because they don't already, they don't have to uninstall all the bad software and then reinstall new software. So they're actually behind the curve. You'd be better off with nothing. You'd be better off knowing nothing than knowing a, than having a head full of nonsense. Jaded Mandarin says, sub, you slackers, nothing is free in life. What are you, commies? Jaded Mandarin is a monthly supporter. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, Vic Gotnik says, I read on Killing about a decade ago. It blew my mind. It's very, very insightful. I recommend it. Uh, Veebs Kale says, subscribe now, bigots, uh, and did as well. Thank you. appreciate it. I don't know what that means, but... Okay, like Rumble's doing stuff and nobody's telling me what they're up to. Rumble, don't you know I'm I'm like a I'm a superstar on this platform. <laughs> How did you not consult me? Why don't I know what's going on? I'm kidding. Wahatonen, the the Finnish uh, indigenous man who's half part Finnish special forces sniper half. Yeah, we went over this. Says I've been shouting from the rooftops for thirty years. Like actually on actual rooftops. 
Uh, <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks, brother. M1 Dot, thank you very much. Says Rumble supposedly not taking anything from the rants this month or doing some promos, so take my money and know that all pedos should die. <laughs> much love and legal uh, and legal fees. Thank you. I I can't. The links. Uh, there's a reason that I don't click them. It's for security reasons, but I, I appreciate it. J, J, Real Donald Teasback says, "Are you listening, pleb, Mister Ten Minute Man?" <laughs> hey, I don't hate the guy. I don't hate any of them. I'm just telling them like you're going to lose. You you're not even fighting back. Like what? <laughs> because at the end of the day, what what do you what do you want? I want to live in a world where the truth is is cherished, protected, enforced. Where there's justice. Where there's a where there's a fairness. Obviously, life can never be totally fair. But it's and I'll give you some examples, goes without should go without saying the system we're under is totally it doesn't have to be like this. We don't need to be paying. 75% of every dollar we make back upstairs to a bunch of corrupt criminal millionaires and billionaires that don't even give a shit about us. They're not even from here. They're not even people from this country. The people running this country don't even live here. This middle management political class that we have carries out their agenda. They get rich for doing it. Why does it have? And everyone, they're content, these centrist losers... Oh, you guys are extremists. Why? Because I would like to. Ch- I would like to live in a, in a system uh, that is, you know, true. That where where leaders actually represent the interests of the people that elect them. I get called an extremist once uh, for suggesting, hey, if you commit treason, you should be. You should probably be executed. That's controversial. High treason was the death penalty until very recently. I think it still is in America. And, you know, to each individual you'd have to investigate, but under the, I mean, keep in mind, what's an appropriate punishment for someone that accepts a enormous amount of power and responsibility from a group of people, the citizenry, their electorate, whoever it is they're leading, accepts this power from them and then uses that power to enrich themselves at the expense of the people that gave it to them. This is the highest level of betrayal that there is. You're not just betraying your wife or your son. An entire people are being betrayed so you can get what you want. What exactly should the punishment be for someone like that? And there's not one or two of them. There's dozens and dozens and dozens of them. Operating together in a criminal mafia called the political class. The political class is a criminal theft class. They're kleptocrats, and they're, uh, there's nepotism. It's it's disgusting. They're all hiring their own family members and friends and paying each other. It doesn't matter what party, left side, right side. There is no left and right side. There is no left and right side. These are just terms that they, they've used to divide people into different camps so that way you can, who the bad guys are. These are their, these are their terms. These are their words. You're using the enemy's words and terms, and I do it too. And I, I would like to stop, and I'm trying to stop. But there is no real left and right. There's up and there's down, and we're down here, and they're up there, and their boots are stepping on our faces. 
That's what's happening. And to facilitate this, they create these little fucking teams for you to root for, and they take turns fucking you in the ass. Everything has gotten worse since the 60s, at least. I mean, measurably. Don't take my word for it. Go look. Hey, here's here's just one, since we're going to go on to the fitness stuff here in a second. I deal with this. This is a high school class of boys in high school in the 1960s. I played this on the stream once a long time ago, and I uh, just came up again recently. And I was like, I got to save this because somebody asked me about it recently. And I was like, I, you know what? I didn't save the video, but I, I have it now. This is the 60s, guys. There's no sound to it, but all there is. Look at these kids. They're, je- they're all in shape. Most men alive now can't do any of this. Look at them. These are children. These are 17-year-olds. This is just an average kid in the 60s. This is what he's doing on his lunch with time off. This is what everyone did every day. We used to kick ass. This is what we did. Like, we we used to be a people of, of champions. This is what we would teach our children to do, much like I'm trying to do with the community. Like, this is what you need to be doing every day. It hardens your body and it hardens your mind and it hardens your spirit. So you're not susceptible when you go out into the world to all kinds of bad shit that wants to destroy you. And there's a lot of it. There's a lot of evil out there in the world. And one of the ways you can fight and protect yourself is to harden your body and thereby hardening your mind and your spirit. And we used to just teach that to kids. That was, just, that was literally part of their education. You try to do that now, somebody would probably have you arrested for child abuse. They don't even climb, you know? It's, it really is mind-blowing when you think about it. That was just a regular, that was just, well, you know, people look at that now and go, oh my God, those kids are all, they're all on steroids. No, they're just in shape. That's what healthy children, that's what healthy young men are supposed to look like. Instead, we have, well, this, you know. But things have been clearly getting better for, you know, years and years and years. And this is under the tutelage and leadership of these people, of this political class that insists that they have all the answers and they're the only ones that can be trusted. And then they, you know, when they get old and die off, their fucking sons and daughters take over. And then they take their turn telling you what to do. And what happens? Everything gets worse and they get richer than ever. They're more rich and powerful than they've ever been in history. And we are getting worse and closer and closer to, I mean, destruction. Where does it stop? Does it ever stop? I lost my uh, lost my spot here. Let me go back. Scrolling down, scrolling down. Oh, Ram the Third says, "Thank goodness this coin is more helpful than I thought." You will. You're gonna want it. You're gonna want it. Uncle Kenny says, "I got banned from Twitter today for saying I don't care if you cut off your dick. Leave the kids alone." Look for 3.0. Uncle Kenny 3.0. He's gonna be back. Yeah, Twitter is not. Oh, it's gross. You know. I had I was I was optimi- a little bit, you know, you you want to have guarded optimism. It seemed like Elon was going to go for it, but he's not. He's 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 providing a more balanced version, but it's still it's still not. It's better than it was, but it's you know, still not the real deal, is it? Still that president's choice diet coke knockoff. 
of uh, free speech, isn't it? Todd Salerno says, the boys and I met for some wings, and guess what song was playing as we left? Every day it's getting closer. I swear I'm popularizing that song. I never heard it in my life. I think until one, and I started, I, it was creepy. I heard it in the trailer of a movie from like 15 years ago or 10 years ago called We Have to Talk About Kevin, it's called. Speaking of school shooters. Creepy music. So I started playing it. And uh, yeah, now it seems to be everywhere. I, that's In the trailer there, I was sitting around, uh, Morgan and I were at a restaurant in Quebec and I was like, oh, they're, this, they're trying to be funny. This is the song they play before they shoot me in the head. <laughs> I'm just going to be like Tony Soprano. I'll be there minding my own business, eating some food, and, and then it's just black. It's over. Dr. Jenstein, thank you. Uh, Cohen Ponsford says, can we still make mayo jokes or is that a no? Only if you want to live. Uh, I mean, the answer is no. <laughs> Sir Toast says, I swear by all that is holy, this shit doesn't work. This time I'm going to flip shit. Three different browsers in two de separate days. Shit better work now. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> I don't know. He's mad. Mr. Toast is getting upset. Kenzie67 says, Ugandan president is outlawing gays and good news, death penalty for pedos. They're going hard over there. Wahatonin says, uh, he's happy to see you, uh, Kenzie67. He's, there's a budding romance going on there. It sounds like Dr. Jenstein says, I steal... Is steel toe work boots considered a carry concealed weapon in Canada? It's like we have no right to self-defense. Anything is a weapon. If you use something as a weapon, you get charged with using a weapon. It doesn't matter if it's a rolling pin, if it's a boot. If you suffocate someone with a tissue box, like that's a weapon, and you're going to be charged with aggravate, you know, that's Canada. The way that, this, this is the thing, and in America too, I think I read a thing that said um, the average American commits three crimes every day un unknowingly. You know, everything you do every day is oh, they're all criminals. If they inform, if they wanted to, it, the, the legal system is set up in such a way that basically anyone can be found guilty for almost anything. There's all kinds of different things that they can they can throw at you and stack them on top of each other. And if they want to put you in jail, they're going to put you in jail. And it's a weapon. It's a weapon to be used to keep the people under control. That's what the legal system is. It's not a justice system. It's a criminal system. That's what it's for. So Toast, uh, he says, can you just give us a good old ah for old times' sakes? These tranny terror have gotten way out of hand. And ah, like a scream. Uh, don't worry. I think I'll probably lose my mind here soon. Chet Chisholm says, I love milkshakes. They're delicious. Getting what you deserve is the best flavor. That's my favorite. Chocolate is pretty great, too. I, I like I like chocolate, but getting what you deserve is also tastes like chocolate. Chocolate milkshake. That's exactly what it is. Isn't that interesting? M1 Dots' video description, industrial meat grinder with authentic meat slapping plastic from dropping out the bottom. Oh, what? All pedos die. Uh, DJ McDonald, I think is what that means. Desert Storm trading cards. Crazy times in the 90s. Desert Storm trading cards. Yeah, we probably did do that. Cunning Draugr says, I've been talking to my son about my gym class. Timed push-ups and sit-ups, pull-up competitions, and I'm timed tomorrow. Nice. That's what we need. Uh, all right. I think I'm caught up. We did it. We made it. I didn't know if I would. I didn't know if I would. What time is it? Oh, my. Has it already been that long? No way. No way. What? Did I get abducted by aliens? You guys have been here the whole time, right? It hasn't been 45 minutes. Oof. All right. Oh, if you say so. <laughs> What's not... I really lost track of time there. I thought it was like maybe 20 minutes had gone by. No, it's more like three times that long. So where do we start? There's a lot of crazy nonsense. I did the fitness thing. Before we get into that, I do want to congratulate some people and, and like, dude, 
It's mental. So we got these kids. Uh, that's that used to be the standard, and we need to bring it back. I need a. Uh, I know. I know what to do. I know what we gotta do. This is just. Uh, it just helps a little bit, you know. It's Monsters of the Month time. It's a whole new thing we're doing. And some of you guys are, are fucking uh, really animals, dude. I love to see it. And I love to see you guys helping each other out and uh, lifting each other up and, and, you know, going for it. Getting healthy and strong is, is that's actually resisted because it wants you fat and weak and lazy, demoralized. You know, uh, beaten. It wants you beaten. It wants you to be a beat down little bitch. Like a slave. Bring people up. We gotta bring them up. Who's up first? We got a couple of people actually. We got a, a couple. I think, a, I don't know if they're married or what, but check this shit out. Look at this woman! Look at this monstrosity! Oh, I'm just front squatting a car. It's all good. Outstanding! This, this guy does leg day. <laughs> oh. I felt that. I think I felt that one. Who's up next? Look at this. Oh, it's just Dag's fucking deadlifting a million plates. What is this, 14 plates? A retarded amount. My God. Who's this? Oh, yeah. Who's this young Jeffrey? Young Jeffrey's gonna bench 400 pounds here. Oh. I hope he didn't break a rib there, Chuck. They're out there. T.me slash Dagalon Climb. Get in there. It's good for you. It's good for you. And, you know, there's lots of, there's a million ways. You don't have to go lift. I just, that's what I do. I like to lift weights. I like to run. I like running, lifting weights, and boxing, kickboxing. I like that. You could, cycling, swimming. There's a million things that you could be doing um, to kind of harden yourself and challenge yourself and push yourself and make your, get yourself healthy and, and um, you know, effective. Stronger mentally, spiritually, because that's where the war is. And you can't, you need, you know, like your body is a system. Everything affects everything else. And your mind and your spirit are not going to be at 100% if your body is fucked up. You could be, you know, super mentally and spiritually like on the ball. But if you're like, (laughs) if your body is ice cream, you know, it's you're never going to reach your full potential. And all these other things are going to be handicapped by like at least 50%. You're going to be sitting on a huge, you know, deficit for no reason. So you could, uh, you know, do all kinds of things. But, I, you know, it's awesome. You guys are, are crazy. 
That was crazy. How much was it? Yeah. People are asking. Yeah, the plate, 45 pounds is one plate. And uh, the one kid there, he had, fuck, seven per side, seven or eight. I, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Uh, what else? What else is going on? So there's there's your there's your monsters of the month. There's your body break. Daglon body break is back, or it's here now, because we you know. <laughs> so that's, now I have to motivate the rest of you, um, I guess, because those, those those I mean they're doing it. They're out there getting it done. They are, you know, but uh, there's still a lot of people that aren't. And and what do we do about that? What are you doing? What are these? These people are doing shit. What are these people out running? That looks like a 90-year-old woman. That guy's spiking volleyballs into people's heads. This guy's probably alligators in that river, and they don't even give a shit. It's a bunch of wine moms that are like, fuck alligators. That's why I got this kayak war canoe. Yeah, I remember the war canoe. And golf is really just practice for swinging a sword into somebody's head anyway. That's really all it is. Keeping up your beheading skills. Look at this kid, he's a ninja. Ninja children. What are you, why, why aren't you doing anything? Even baseball. How far can you throw a hand grenade? That's why baseball is important, okay? Keep moving so the snipers don't hit you. Pick up those legs. There's no real excuse not to have fun this summer. And at the same time, you can keep fit participating in all this sorts of This isn't about activities. fun, Hal! We're past together, that! And you too can keep fit and have fun. Shut up, Hal! I'm taking over! Your fucking way got everybody here! Nobody cares! They all got fat and lazy! Because you told them they could have fun! There's no fun! Only conquering! It's not supposed to be fun! If you can have fun... When you win. Until then, fucking <laughs> go out there and get a war canoe. Start practicing sword strikes. That was loud and unexpected and not supposed to be. Where did that come from? Just a random. <laughs> the fuck was that? Body break goes the the so the body break song. The next thing up was the a soundtrack from Apocalypse World War Two. That's. As you do. A natural transition, of course. It's very, obviously, that's what most people who are, most people that are looking for the body break commercial frequently then are like, well, now that I've listened to Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod, how did the Blitzkrieg unfold? <laughs> it's typical. I don't understand your algorithm at all. And I don't think I want to. I don't think I need to. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Now I gotta. I don't understand. Rumble is uh, not my favorite, the way they have everything set up here. But it's not bad. Just want to make sure I'm caught up. Oh, that with the little green button means updates. Okay, good. Okay, good. What else? What the? F what else? We have. Uh, so there's the obvious. The 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 murdering. Uh, it's so it's so fucking crazy. There's that. Um, of course, the Canadian state is a joke, a complete joke. Um, they're arguing for censorship and destroying free speech so they can get what they want. The uh, Lewis is is should definitely be the leader of the Conservative Party. She's by far the strongest person in there, um, the only person with any principles at all. And I'll get to that later. And uh, I mean, 
Israel seems to be going into a civil war. Eh. <laughs> the government has released its budget, and guess what? Everybody's going to be broke. Everybody's going to be they're spending even more, tens of billions of dollars. It's never going to get better. There's no coming back. It's too late. And um, they're, they're all fine with it. The conservatives cheered all this shit on all the time. I mean, they have no leg to stand on, man. We have to lock down. We need to stay home. Stay the fuck home. That was the conservatives, remember? Hashtag stay the fuck home. Do you have any idea how much economic destruction that idiotic policy has caused? Probably has destroyed the country. I don't think we can recover from this. All this money they're printing is a stopgap measure to try and stop the bleeding. But the bleeding is we printed too much money, so it's just making it worse. And they're just throwing money at problems, hoping it's going to get better. They don't know how to fix what they've done. Um... They're incapable of doing it, so things are only going to just get worse. And now the conservatives are going to be like, ah, the price of milk. Well, you fucking caused it, actually. I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to see more of this left hand, right hand. We're just going to trade places. We're going to put some different guy in a different suit from a different chair and move him to the other chair, and everything's going to be different all of a sudden. Oh, well, they're more qualified. They've been in the government for 20 years. That's exactly why they shouldn't be there anymore. If you've done nothing but fail for 20 years, that's like the most... Uh, that's the most easygoing boss I've ever heard of. Because they're supposed to, again, be at the mercy of the people. The people are supposed to run this country because the people are the country. The country is not some rich billionaire. The country is not SNC-Lavalin. The country is not fucking Huawei. The country is not some fucking oil pipeline deal that you're going to do with the Saudi Arabians. The country, no matter what country you're from, wherever you are, what is the country is the people that live there, that make it up, that make the that make everything function. The bus drivers, the nurses, the electricians, the loggers, the fishermen, the farmers, the school teachers, everybody. That's the country. That's who you need to serve. That is who put you there. That's who pays the taxes. That's why all of this stuff works. That's why the lights are on. That's why everything's function well, kind of functioning. It's rapidly falling apart because the people that these this population has entrusted to uh, push their interests forward and look out for them, the country, instead they've chosen to protect themselves and enrich themselves at your expense knowing that you've never cared and no one's ever going to care and they're just going to keep getting away with it for now. Until enough people have had enough, and they will be removed. The conclusions are inevitable. There's no way around it. And um, it's, it's getting faster and faster every day. Did you know, this is uh, something that is interesting. I'm not a big astrological um, guy. I'm not one of these people that does palm readings or anything like this. I do, however, think that all of the different parts of our world are, are created in a very deliberate way. The human body is, is, is very impressive and designed in a very deliberate way. All of nature, everything has a purpose and a place and everything affects everything else. Many, many animals in nature, fish, insects, even crabs, I recently learned. Uh, you know, Morgan told me that uh, at home, where she's from, on the island, there is uh, crabs will come out and dance at the moon when the moon is at, like the full moon. They'll like scream at it. They're obsessed with it. They freak out. They climb out of the water and like, Aah! I don't know. It's very bizarre. She showed me videos. I'm like, what the fuck? But anyway, the point being, I believe it's not unreasonable to to assume. And and she reminded me as well that you know you'll you'll hear about uh, 
bartenders, police officers, and things say, hey, when there's a full moon, people just, they get weird. They get violent. Like, things get things go sideways when there's a full moon. I don't know why. Nobody knows why. It affects us. I really, I believe that it does. And um, to what degree, I don't know. But I think there's, I don't think it's an insignificant um, a thing at all. Considering how much attention, especially, like many of our ancient and past civilizations had, had paid attention to the movements of the stars and planets and so on and what they mean. And they clearly were really into it for some reason. And maybe it meant something today, but not all this to that. Just go watch big, fat, obese Lizzo dancing around and fucking buy some TikToks on your phone. Don't, don't, don't try to understand anything. Just shut up and eat the salad and die! You know? So that being said, Pluto, and I don't know what any of this means. I'm just going to read it. Pluto enters Aquarius March 23rd of this year. Pluto is a planet associated with wealth, power, secrets, mystery, death, and underworld journeys. When it enters Aquarius on March 23rd, I don't know what the fuck that means. Probably just its position in the system. Like gears in a clock. That's what I see when I see like solar systems and stuff. It's like it's some kind of... Anyway. Pluto will carry those themes into the realm of information technology. Blah, 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 blah. But this is the important part. The last time that this happened, that Pluto passed through Aquarius, whatever that means, was from 1777 to 1797. Do you remember what happened then? A period that witnessed both the French and American revolutions. Huh. Interesting. The season of change is definitely coming. Now, in, in which direction, I don't know. But this town certainly ain't big enough for the both of us. Those of us that uh, can, you know have a better understanding or appreciation for the world in the way that it is, and the ones that seek to rule it and rule us and use us as their tax cattle, which is really what we're for. And um, maybe there's too many of us, and they're trying to thin the herd a little bit. you know. But uh, that, that being said, I just wanted to point that out. It's interesting. Something to think about. What do you guys think? Do you guys, you guys believe in that stuff? I don't know. I believe in spooky stuff. I've seen spooky things. I live in a haunted house. You know, it's... Oh, it's not hot. Well, I, I used to say that for you. Oh, yeah, come live here and, and see. And but and, and then, you know, I was excited to, you know, show Morgan the poltergeist. And then it just, I don't know, it's gone. Quit. Actually, maybe the, the, the ghost may have been vaccinated. I don't know. The ghost may have suffered a sudden coincidence. I don't know what happened, but uh, I know that it's, I know that it's gone. What is this? What is this from? Oh, right. That's the wrong one. Wrong clip. So, of course, we have... Uh, this insane situation play out. There's mass shootings all the time. It's, I mean, America's a big place. There's fucking 350, 400 million people there. There's a lot of mentally ill people in America, in every every country, Western country. Over half the population are on mentally, you know, antipsychotics, SSRIs, antidepressants, these kinds of things. Mind-altering drugs. Half the population is on mind-altering drugs, and there's like hundreds of millions of guns running around. So odds are eventually something like that is going to happen from time to time. Now, the response is what is the interesting part that makes this one different uh, than previous situations. This is uh, the president coming down to give a statement on this mass murder by a transvestite on Catholic school children and their teachers. Or a Christian school, rather. I don't know what the denomination was. Not that it matters. But they were deliberately targeted because of, 
you know, Tennessee has recently passed a law. I don't, I don't know exactly, either curtailing or banning, you know, gender, they call it gender affirming care, genital mutilation and experimentation. So they're like, yeah, no more of that. So in response to that, this trans, uh, transvestite terrorist goes in and murders a bunch of people, which they've been being encouraged to do. Uh, that's something else I, you know, they're totally responsible for this. The left is totally responsible for this. You've done nothing, nothing but message these people, these me- people who are already mentally ill. They're already mentally ill, and you're telling them they're being genocided, and there's white supremacy, and the church is coming, and all of this is going to happen. So when you tell a bunch of mentally ill, pe- armed mentally ill people that they're being genocided, is it surprising that someone goes out and does something like this? I don't think so. The fucking police questioned me about the Buffalo shooter in New York. If I knew that guy or if I'd ever talked to... Like, they will grasp at straws to tie people to things that have nothing to do with each other and then completely look the other way when there's... The, it's it's not even multiple steps. It's A to B. They're, there, there's the connection. But anyway, here's the president's uh, you know somber reaction to this horrifying situation probably the worst uh, since the sandy hook one anyway <laughs> clapping that's nice. my name is joe biden <laughs> i'm dr joe biden's husband starting off with a joke not strong and i ate jenny's ice cream chocolate chip i came down because i heard there was chocolate chip ice cream by the way i have a whole refrigerator full upstairs now imagine your child or someone you know's child or maybe you're just a concerned citizen who is horrified like I am that someone would be so depraved and evil that they could point a firearm at a child and pull the trigger. I don't know. But I feel like seeing this coming down making jokes and talking about ice cream is probably I mean I don't know how to be more disrespectful than that. I think I'm kidding. I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. What, is he doing stand-up? What is this? <laughs> Folks, uh, it's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? <laughs> They're your kids, all four of them? Well, stand up, guys. Uh, I don't have any words right now. You know who can't? You know whose kids can't stand up? The ones that just got fucking shot to death because of your insane policies. John, we'll jump back in here. Um, yeah. Uh, considering the moment. Um, we were, we were a told that the shooting pr- yeah. that just happened uh, left three children dead, uh, three adults dead, shooters dead, and we were told he would be addressing this f- off the top. Yeah, it's a no. He's he's talking about ice cream. He's got ice cream to deal with, and there's other children there. He wants to look at, probably smell. You know, so that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing instead. Very good. Very nice. Um, I mean, this... Where's my post? I, I said one on... Uh, got a post here I want to show you. It's one of mine. One of mine. Many. Many posts of bigotry and evil and so on. Um, here we are. Here's one. This is say. This is a, another one. Armed up. You got a sidearm there. AR-15 and all that. Like... You imagine a bunch of guys in fucking um, swastikas doing this? 
saying they're coming to fucking mass murder a bunch of trans people. The the FBI would be it would be a state of emergency. But instead, these people can do this and say, "Oh, what what is what does it say? Kill Christ cucks, behead them, slam dunk a baby into a trash can, defecate in their food, launch them into the sun." Hashtag trans day of vengeance. Who could possibly have seen this violence coming? It's so, I mean, no, it couldn't possibly. What's this? Trans rights or else, and we have these silhouettes painted of an M16, an AK-47. I don't know, some kind of hunting rifle. It got into the lever action. There's a shotgun. So, looks like she intends to, I mean, it's a pretty clear message. Or, I mean, it or he, whatever this fucking freak show is, is... (laughs) Uh, the amount of times I've been singled out and accused of inciting violence. If I wanted to fucking incite violence, you'd know it. Uh, this is what it looks like. This is what inciting violence looks like, guys. And they're not gonna. They're never gonna print that. You don't expect the ADL or the anti-hate fucks to ever approach any of this. Oh, and, and what's this? Trans radicals plan a day of vengeance in D.C. alongside firearms training. Of, of day of vengeance. Vengeance. What does vengeance mean? Firearms training. Yeah, that's good. Here is a statement from the Trans Resistance Network where it does the obligatory, uh, the tragic loss of life, blah, blah, blah. That's covered in the first uh, two two paragraphs here. Um, but they want to point out that the, the tragedy isn't one but two because, you see, the real victim is the freak show that murdered the kids. And here it goes on and on, paragraph after paragraph after paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. For how much of a victim they are, and it's not their fault. Here is another one. Here is a tweet from, let's see, there's a Ukraine flag, a pride flag, yeah, so a piece of shit. Something else that uh, I totally forgotten all about and was reminded I saw from Mark Dice, and um, and uh, I think it was I think it was North of Nothing again, actually. And, and he's right, that's, that's what it is. Um, the pride flag is actually an offensive hate symbol to Christians. The reason being that after in their in their religion and their belief system that God um, gave the rainbow to humanity as a as like a see like okay it's over I'm not gonna mass murder anybody anymore there's the big flood everybody okay and then there's a rainbow at the end so it's basically it's, it's something to do with the covenant from God that this will never happen again uh, the sins have been washed away by the flood and blah so they have now taken appropriated this rainbow symbol. And slapped it on something that flies in the face of Christian ideology to insult them deliberately. Why else? Ask them. Why a rainbow flag? Why is it the rainbow? Just because you all the you identify as purple or huh? It's because all people. No, that's not the reason. The reason is because you hate the church. Shut up. You know. Here's another one. This this one definitely that one looks sane. That's who you want to take home to mom, guys. Look at that. <laughs> Jesus. A lot of things need to happen in the wake of this tragedy, but certainly the conservative love affair with radical, unregulated religious schools should come to an end. So it's the school's fault. It's the school's fault those kid children got killed because it was a Christian school. Oh, I see. No. <laughs> And on Reddit, they're worried that, oh, now they're going to blame trans people and say they're dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, they will. I believe it's less than 0.01 or 0.01 or 0.02, I think, is the population of these people. 
and they account for 1.2% of all mass killings. Now, you don't need to be really good at math to understand that's quite a quite a variable. And I mean, I don't Oh, why would you think that? Well, they're just, you know, talking about mass murdering people and stuff all the time. Here we have Carousel Theater for Young People. Teen Drag Camp. $460 for ages 7 to 11. For Junior Drag Camp. A camp. Are they going to be staying overnight or... What exactly is going to go on there? This is what grooming is. See, because they can't replace their numbers. They can't grow their power base and their lobby and their influence without more numbers and more people. And how do you how do you make more? Well, you have to indoctrinate them. You have to you have to bring them in because they obviously can't procreate and reproduce their own families. So they have to go out and find more. And that's that's all that this is. This is just them uh, trying to expand their power base so they can do more. And here you can see at the bottom, oh, it's supported by I guess this is in British Columbia, but the government of Canada. So that's good. The, the province of Ca- British Columbia and the government of Canada is paying for indoctrination of children into trans ideology, which again, over 50% uh, rate of suicide attempts. Um <laughs> mental illness, domestic I mean, I could, you could go on and on. It's wh- why? What is the need, you know? We need more we need more of them thinking like this, do we? This is healthy. This looks healthy. What do we got here? Now we got a They're couple of them going. on the uh, on what is this? The View always a always a very I mean the View is like basically an intellectual's dream. It's where every if Aristotle was alive today and Marcus Aurelius and Plato and Socrates, all of these guys, they would be glued to the View not because the takes are just I literally get headaches from, like, exercising parts of my mind I don't normally have to. I mean, listening to Chris Langan explain things really tires me out mentally because he's so smart. But this just, I can't even, I can't even watch The View. I'm just not smart enough to handle it. Um, so here they're talking to a couple of representatives of the trans community. And they have some things to say about what they think should be done. And on the left here, you're going to see a just a quick slideshow of some mass shooters who all just so happen to be Mentally ill. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny. Let's laugh. Let's laugh about jokes about trans people going on murder sprees because that doesn't happen in real life or anything. It's hilarious. Very funny. If they say they're going to do something, you should you should take the word for it. You know, if that's if that's what she says, I believe her. Um, or he, or it, whatever. I don't know what it, whatever it is. I'm not playing your fucking games. The whole reason. <laughs> oh, I'm not playing these games. Here's another representative of the community. This is an, this one I particularly thought was uh, 
Very educational and, and nice. And another great example of what, what your children could grow up to be. You know, God help us. If you want my future, I'm going to get you fast. If you want to get with me, I'll turn your face into a mask. I won't be wasting this precious time. I'll get you in the dark and then commit this crime. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I want your soul. That's right, I want your soul. Your soul. Your soul. Your soul. If you want to be a corpse, I'll bring you to my basement. That's right, I won't feel no remorse. You'll be like nothing left. If you want to be a corpse, you're going to give me your soul, taking it forever left to pay the <laughs> It's not all of them. It's just a lot of them. <laughs> it's just a lot. It's just a lot of them. It's not all of them. It's just quite a few. Quite a few are deranged and very mentally ill. Let's, let's, let's push this um, more. Let's push this more. And that's why we have stuff at, you know, constant pride night at hockey games and stuff. Because it's really important, boys. I mean, <laughs> Ron will tell you all about it here. Welcome, everyone. I'm Ron McLean. I know you love the sport of hockey here in Canada. But we have to ask ourselves, who are these players having sex with? That is the question on every single hockey watcher's mind. Are they taking it up the butt? Or are they putting up the butt of another player? And that is why Pride Night is so important to the sport of hockey. And I really hope that there's little boys and girls watching at home because I know that this talk of who's fucking who is very important to these young children yes. and to the sport of hockey. Come here, little girl. Yeah, you want to learn more about hockey and Pride <laughs> Night? Yeah, I think you should. I'm Ron McClain. Fuck-faced. A funny one there from Forkface. So we got rid of Don Cherry, and we added Pride Night. We got rid of Coach's Corner, and we added this. There's just another sign that things are progressing. And the Conservative Party loves it, by the way. The so-called Conservative Party loves this shit. This is what the Conservative Party is protecting and supporting and pushing and too afraid to oppose. Even in the face of murdered children, they have nothing to say. What the conservative party will do, see what they like to do because they're they're cowards. They are the they are worse than the liberal party because the liberal party is strong and uh, sets the tone. They have set the moral framework from which all of us need to operate, and they will say that's not allowed, and this is allowed, and that's not allowed, and this is, and everybody else falls in line. They are calling all of the shots. They are the most powerful. The conservative, they all they got to do is is accuse them, call them names, suggest they might be racist, and they just, oh, don't do that. Call them a bigot phobe of some kind. God forbid some of them, you know stand next to a European politician and, and talk for five seconds. That would be odious. Be so odious! And, and again, the same sitting in the middle. Gotta get the libs out, guys! They will look the other way, too. Why? Because this is a difficult problem, and this is gonna hurt people's, this is, people's feelings are gonna get hurt, and hey, you're gonna... They don't want to do that. That's hard. They'll be uncomfortable. They know that opposing this will put them in uncomfortable positions, so they refuse. They always choose convenience and comfort over doing the right thing. That's cons that's the conservatives for you. 
They're fucking losers, and they will always lose. They don't have what it takes to push back and change anything. The people in this community have done more to change this country for the positive than anybody in the conservative party is doing. That's a fact. And it takes, I mean, <laughs> this woman, not even supported by her own, uh, her own team. Listen to this. I'm just curious if she thinks- This is why I was saying, like, she, she's the strongest one by far, and I'll explain why, but listen to this. There should be consequences or, uh, or retromand for members of this- Retromand? It's called reprimand, and that's not exactly- Again, another dumb, idiot, white liberal woman. We have an infestation, and I'm noticing a pattern. Cows who meet with known Nazis who spread uh, misinformation. Nazi is the N-word for white people, by the way. History lesson. Did you know the term Nazi was invented as as like an ethnic slur? How, you know, some people would say, oh, the fucking, the muzzies, to, to refer to the Muslims. That's what Nazi is to the National Socialists. They invented Nazi as a de- like a like a derogatory term. So when they say this, they're calling someone, especially if they're a white. You're you're the worst person ever. You're worse than Hitler. We should what? You should we should be killed or what? I'm a Nazi. I should be murdered because that's what you did to them. You chased them all around the world, hung them. You're sending ninety year old grandmothers to fucking prison still. So if that's if I'm that, then. That clearly, that's what you think of me. What kind of bigotry is that? What kind of hate is that? That you can just throw this word around, calling people, th- you know, with the history and the and the stigmas and things that are attached to it, hoping that other people will turn and go, yeah, yeah. They want you to, they want you to be viewed as this as this uh, horrible thing that's worthy of being eradicated. That's what they think of you when they call you a Nazi. That's how insulting it is. People used to get in fist fights. There was an old uh, clip from the parliament back in the, it was like the 80s or early 90s, somebody said something like that. Or called, he just, all he did was in, maybe said the guy might be racist or something. There was almost a fist fight over it. And now these days, our men, our conservative men, are being pushed around by, by this. This weak moron who can't even speak properly, doesn't know what words mean, can't even say them right, and she's going to just go off on a doozy here. This is who's owning these guys. This is who's more powerful. It's fucking sad and pathetic. Information glorify the holocaust. Who speak- the holocaust? Are you drunk? Against uh, uh, anti-Muslim rhetoric. Uh, I'm just curious if she's talking about online hate and privacy of Canadians and regulation. Does she condemn her actions by meeting with a known Nazi uh, in this country who spout anti- She should be arrested right now. Nazi uh, in this country who- A known not Christine Anderson is a known Nazi. She should be sued. There, there's no, you know what I mean? There's no accountability. The moral framework of this country is just fucking gone. You got a bunch of batty women and weak, feminine, bitch-ass men doing this. No, you! No, you! No, you! No, you! And everyone's confused as to why things are falling apart. I, I, I detest them. I detest these people. Down to their fucking DNA. I hate them. Who spout anti-Muslim rhetoric? The prior- You're just going to play games with, like, 
fucking unreal. Minister. Oh, yeah. So she's a Nazi and racist and all this stuff. And, and she's directing this towards, uh, towards Lewis, a black woman. So her response here. A known Nazi uh, in this country who spout anti-Muslim rhetoric. The prime minister has put on blackface so many times. He has degraded black people. He literally put a banana in his pants. And you have the audacity. You have the audacity to stand and look at me as a black woman and ask about my meeting with another member of the European Parliament. That is within my job description. I do not have to. I do not have to approve of everything that another member believes in in order to have the decency to have meetings with with other individuals your prime minister this prime minister denigrated black men by putting a banana in his pants shame on every member over there that does not chastise them if this were any other country he would not be leading and he would not have the moral authority to lead he would not have that moral authority and that's why she's the strongest member of that party I remind you that uh, she did not refuse to denounce meeting Ms. Anderson, unlike the leaders and the rest of that fucking gutless party, and still being caught with these accusations. Oh, this always works on the rest of them. The only one that can stand up and say anything is her, and without the support of her own party, by the way. So she has she's sticking to her moral convictions in the face of being surrounded and outnumbered and outgunned, and everybody's demanding that, and she refused. I'll meet whoever the hell I want. Who the fuck do you think you are after everything you fucking assholes have done? You'll never see peeps do that. He had his chance, and he what did he do? He got down on one knee, and he kissed the fucking ring like the rest of them. Because they're afraid of the woke mob. Because they're cowards. I wish she would quit that party, but, you know. <sighs> Someday, maybe. You never know. You know, and there's so much of this crap. I don't want to go back through this again, but let me just check. I'm going to go check Rumble, see who's... Somebody's going to bring me... I'm getting in a bad mood. You guys got to help me. Wahatonin says, I thought the N-word was non-vaccinated. <laughs> I think it's unvaccinated. I think it's a U-word. Something like that. I can't really tell. This thing is not logging anything, so I can't really... I have to manually scroll back just to make sure I didn't miss anybody, and it's... A little slow. Anastasia says, did Billy Bigot Brick meet a lady brick and have a baby brick? What's the gestation periods for bricks? What is wrong with the child support is killing me? There's a lot of, Billy has a lot of children around. There's been a lot of his, yeah, he, he, it's a long story. But he's building it back better with baby bigot bricks. And, uh, and they're bouncing butter buttresses, the bastion of benevolent. Baby bricks. Uncle Kenny uh, says it's not just the transvestites that have mental illness now. <laughs> no, most people in the most people around are, are pretty mentally ill now. It's it's gotten bad. Uh, he says Wahatonens is term limits. Maybe the fat cats will move. Term limits is one thing people like to use. Jenstein says Canadian taxpayers gave the Haitian police force a hundred million dollars. I feel good about that. That's Canadian money that should be in Canada helping Canadians. It has no business, no fucking business in Haiti or anywhere else. It's so stupid. Oh, we got to give it to the... Why? 
because we don't have we I can't I couldn't think of anything to spend money on here to help anybody in this country. Um, Cunning Drogger says there are war canoe races through Omkra O M C. What is this? O oh God, left my own page again. O M C R A. I don't know what that means, but there's where you can go get war canoe races. At sounds like some kind of Evil organ Omkra. Omkra is here. And we're gonna attack. I'll get more come back to the conservatives being shitty later, but to the point I was making earlier that they they just don't give a shit. They they don't care. They care about themselves. It's just full blown narcissism. The media is really concerned about what pronouns to use. They've developed a confusion, it says there. Summit News Paul Watson. They don't know what to say. It's all very conf- because that's the important thing. This man, David Pacman, says, "Is it possible they weren't praying enough?" And then mocks mocks the deaths and mocks the dead immediately after that because they despise Christians and they despise us. Very surprising, he says, that there would be a mass shooting at a Christian school given that a lack of prayer is often blamed for these horrible events. Is it possible they weren't praying enough or praying correctly despite being a Christian school? Yeah, great taste. Arizona's governor, Arizona governor's press secretary has resigned amid outrage after calling for violence against, quote, transphobes. Uh-huh. He said uh, there was widespread outrage after Arizona governor Katie Hobbs, press secretary, responded to the school shooting in Nashville by posting a tweet that appeared to advocate violence against transphobes. It says, us, when we see transphobes, is a woman holding a couple of guns. Um... And now that's that's the real, that's what they're really upset about because they care about themselves. We are lit. The, there's dead children, dead children, dead motherfucking children. The worst thing that can happen. Children, healthy children, are the most precious thing that we will ever have. They are our ultimate, most valuable, most important resource that must be cherished, protected, cultivated, and given everything we have at all costs until the end of time. That's what that's what we're talking about that has been destroyed here. And what is the left concerned about? What are these trans fucking freak shows worried about? Is the misgenderings happening on CNN. That's what they're focusing in on. Misgendering doesn't make anything better. You should never talk again, you evil monster. I have no sympathy. I have none. Absolutely none. It's all gone now. Because you can only push people so far. You can only, only so many things can happen before people throw up their hands and say, that's it. That's enough. I'm out. I, I, it's, it's all left the building. I, I don't give a shit anymore. And that's where I'm at now with this, ah, I'm a victim, I'm oppressed, transgender. I'm, I'm so sick of hearing and seeing about this shit all the time. And now you're defending mass murderers at the cost of, you know, dead children so you can win woke points, so you can win political points. so you can. You're as bad as they fucking come. You're the devil incarnate. You're pure evil. And what does the media say about it? Well, if you ask them, Here's the Buffalo shooting I mentioned. Right on the headline, pure evil. Racist attack in Buffalo store. White teen tar- targets blacks killing 10 people and putting gun to his neck before busted. There's a picture of him. And there's a very, very tiny, a, a child's cop, I suppose. And over here, is this the same newspaper? That would make it even better. It is. The Daily News. The exact same newspaper. 
on the other side says six murdered at school former student shoots three kids this is america laments news board no mention of the ideology no mention of the shooter's name what they look like no picture nothing to suggest pure evil at least this man was killing adults Oh, what's the... Is there a difference? Oh, there's a huge... What, what did I just mention? On combat, on killing? There is a massive psychological difference to killing an adult and killing a child. Massive. Like, I'm, gl- I'm glad they shot the fucking thing to death and blew... But, because that's what, that's what should have happened anyway, even if it had been, you know, apprehended and arrested. It, it, death row! Death row! Anybody that targets children for anything malevolent, that that's that's the most that that is evil. Every good spirited, sane, loving person recognizes what children are, what they represent, how important they are. They're the future. They're the hope for the future. They're everything that we hope to achieve and strive for, and we're trying to teach them the things that we know and teach them our mistakes so that they don't make our mistakes and they do better than we did, and then their children will do better than we did, and on and on, and we can lift each other upwards as a, as a people over generations. We can go from here to here together as a fucking family, and we can't do that without children, and the children are the most important, and these people are, all, are just poo-pooing their murders like it doesn't matter. What really matters is the misgendering. Trans rights or else. I accept or else. I absolutely accept or else. Please do. Please do. Keep it up. You want it, You think you're oppressed? You think these, these people, they think they're oppressed? Keep this shit up and you'll see what oppressed looks like. Keep murdering kids and find out what happens. You'll find out. Keep testing the patience. Of the average American, Canadian, Brit- the average family man. Just keep, just keep poking at it. They're nice until they're not. And then, then things change. And things have definitely changed, haven't they, with the left? Because when I came up, again, in the old days, I'm, the, I'm that guy now. I'm like a veteran of the fucking bullshit war. Whatever you want to call this. I've been in this too long. I did my training in officer school. I did seven years. But now this is like my, what is it, season three? of? I'm on like my third or fourth or fifth tour of duty here. Back then, in those days, the forces of evil, the malevolent players in the world, were utilizing at that time, which was what was popular, which was right-wing patriotism as a response to the 9-11 attacks, which again was orchestrated by enemy, you know, forces, the Zionists, and so on. That was what was pushed as, as the thing to follow and obey as a means to achieve their objectives, and that was the Patriot Act. More government power, more surveillance, and then they used that, you know, uh, nationalism and then patriotic fervor to go around and destroy a whole bunch of enemies of Israel. So we fought a whole bunch of wars for another country, had nothing to do with us, and we bury our children and our, you know, people, so they can, uh, you know, 
people can make money. Halliburton makes all kinds of money. Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, all these war companies make all kinds of money. The pipelines go in, the natural gas, the rare earth minimal, minerals, trillions of dollars of trading hands. And why? Ah, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, the left wing. That was that was the right wing that did that. And the left was the was the liberals. The liberal Democrats were the ones fighting against the censorship, state power, the war industrial complex, the monster, the monster. We were fighting the monster. And somewhere along the way, people were joining the monster. They convinced them of this left-right thing. And, you know, orange man bad. Obama really, really threw a wrench there. And then the orange man bad thing happened. So the the liberal Democrats, the left wing, same in Canada, as the United States, there was Occupy Wall Street. Where'd that go, guys? You, You guys are frauds. You're frauds. I remember Occupy Wall Street. We are the 99%. Remember that? Do you know what that was? That was a very scary time for the establishment because that was the embodiment of us versus them. That was the people against the, you know, them, the power, the monster, the empire. And now that same establishment, that same group, the left wing, Democrat, liberal, they are now pro-censorship, negative on human rights, pro-war. But they're the left. I thought that was the right. Doesn't matter. It shifts and moves around. It's like a clock, tick-tock, left foot, right foot, left wing, right wing, both wings of the same bird. And that bird is a global banking cartel, and it gets what it wants, baby! Oh, yeah. But you can't talk about that, or you'll say it's anti- they'll, they'll say you're anti-Semitic, and they'll ruin your life, and they'll know that you know, and they'll come after you until the end of fucking time, then. So Matt Taibbi, he's very right about this, is something very dramatic has changed. He is the Taibbi, Taibbi, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but he's the guy that exposed the Twitter files showing how the government was, how much did I spit all over the screen? This is gross. i got to clean that. He was he the one that uh, run, um, revealed all of this information, how the government, the FBI, and uh, was was basically censoring Twitter, suppressing story, using it as a propaganda machine. Um, to rig elections and so on, and, and, and you know, massage public opinion in ways that it wants and so on. Um, and he was on Fox News Sunday morning, and to reiterate his perspective that American Democratic Party no longer represents the values of the everyday American. And this is, uh, you know, where's the clip here? I'd actually rather show it to you, because uh, I think this is in response to the bill they're trying to pass, this online censorship bill, which... <laughs> In my opinion, makes the Canadian attempts look like some kind of bitch ass. Uh, I mean, I mean, we're talking twenty years in prison for very vague things that could mean anything. Just because, oh, did you download TikTok? Maybe we'll put you in prison for twenty years. It's crazy. Let's let's see. What the, I haven't seen this yet, and I've really got to change the volume because that's going to be super loud. There we go. Let's try. Play, play it. Do as I command, computer. Nope. Oh, it's going to be one of these nights where it's like, oh, fuck yourself. Playing a clip in a browser is just too complicated for this. There we go. You know, Matt, how do you feel about all of this? Because I know before you started, you know, discovering all of this uh, really bad behavior, you identified... Treason. It's not bad behavior. It's, it's treason. 
Okay, well, we'll just keep going. As a Democrat, and now you've got all of your friends, quote unquote, in the media attacking you for exposing this. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I was raised a traditional ACLU liberal. I believed in free speech my whole life. That was one of the things that attracted me, frankly, to, to the Democratic Party me when too. I was a kid. Uh, me was too. the idea that we were the party that believed in letting everybody have a say and yeah. we'll just make a better argument and that's how this the system works. But apparently something very dramatic has changed in politics in America and there's been a shift. There's no question about it anymore that, that now uh, the parties have had a complete reversal on how they yeah. view these issues it's it you know there hasn't it's not a shift matt it's more like shifting your weight i suppose from one leg to the other so i guess literally a shift <laughs> but like i said they use um whoever's in power it doesn't matter who's in power it doesn't matter right wing left wing george bush barack obama bill clinton donald trump doesn't matter the office is not the proper the office of the president or the office of the prime minister or the, or whatever it is that is not the, pro, the this and this is the this is the biggest problem is that those offices those chairs those desks those buildings don't belong to the people that pay for them they they belong to their to their corporate masters and their lobbyists and so on they they don't belong to the american people they don't belong to us so it doesn't matter who sits there all you do is you sit down and you get, this is how it's going to be, and you're going to do it. To change a system like this, to fight against something like that, you can't change it from the inside. And this is what a lot of people want to do. I always use the casino analogy. It's like going to the casino and like, I'll just keep playing until I win, and then I'll buy the casino and I'll change it for myself. Well, the casino is set up in such a way that you can't win, and the longer you play, the more money you'll lose. Um, it's designed so that the games always favor the casino over time. They're never going to lose money. That, it's crazy. It's an insane business model. Even if you're doing something like playing poker, you better be real good at it because there's a thing called the rake. And the rake is they take a percentage of each each uh, each pot, each winning hand, and so on. So you got to stay ahead of that to not lose money. They're going to get you one way or another. You can't change it from the inside. You need. We don't need more politicians. We need crusaders. We need people that are on a mission. We need people like Arter Pulowski. We need people that others call extreme. Well, maybe not always. Some people are very, they're just crazy. You know, they're just, there's a lot of lunatics out there as well. But someone who can, has a vision for the future and, and can see how things can be better and where things can be fixed, especially in the moral foundations, because as, uh, as, uh, as the black lady said, I think I could, I'm not I'm not criticizing her. I'm actually supporting her, so I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to say her name and not go to jail. But as Leslie Lewis has said, um, you know, it's a, th th there's no moral authority. What is the moral authority of these people to do anything? There isn't. How many wars do we have to? How much bullshit? How many lies? And how much death? And how much ignorance do we have to sustain? Until people understand that it's only going to get worse until you change who's in the driver's seat. You can't change left to right. We're just going to keep rotating the same batting order around forever and expecting things are going to change. They won't. So you need people that understand that that's that. So we have to just start over. We need a whole new set of people in there. They all got to go. You're all compromised. And if you're not, you're participating in it.
You can't change it from the inside. You don't even own any of these offices. How are you going to fix anything? The people that, how many people are in that building? 400, 390 something in the House of Commons in Canada. How many of them say anything like that? They're not even remotely interested in telling the truth or speaking. I mean, they've got the platform. They've got the time. It's what they're paid for. They're paid very well. They're paid six figures. If you're a cabinet minister, you're working for the prime minister's office, you're making $200,000. You're a millionaire, you know? And people, you know, well, what do you want them to do? I want them to tell the truth. I want them to tell the truth so that we can start to untangle this fucking mess that they've created. It's not hard, but none of them refuse to do, none of them will do it because they don't have the parts. They don't have the guts because they know what's going to come down their way. They know that if they get up on that beach and start advancing forward towards the enemy machine guns, they will be shot at. They know this. So they lay down and they hope someone else does it for them. And then later they can show up and high five and say, we did it, gang. We have an opportunity here and a a unique point in a period in time where you have a purity test that previously was not available to us. The purity test is the last couple of years of COVID mandates. That is shaking out who's who in the zoo. And if you're if you want to fucking lie down and pretend, oh, strategy, bro, it's fucking no. No, bud. It's been like this for decades. The problem is there's no moral convictions anymore in anyone to do the right thing, even if it's going to be, you know, bad for them personally. That's that's been erased. And that has opened us up to all of these problems until we fix that and we start getting people back into these jobs with solid moral foundations that are going to tell the truth and say no when something is fucked up. Nothing is ever going to get any better. And if they can't even tell the truth when they're campaigning, when there's nothing on the line, what in God's green earth makes you think they are going to take on the global criminal mafia once they're in power after seeing other people get shot in the face for trying to do the same thing? You really think they're going to do that? No, they're not. Are they going to throw you a cookie? And, you know, oh, well, we'll get the, you know, we'll get the oil fields back. Oh, really? That's nice. We'll give you a candy bar while you're on life support. And you're supposed to say thank you? God, I hate the conservatives. They're so bad. They ignore things. Are they going to talk about this? Because, oh, yeah, the oil, yeah, the oil fields. Hey, fucking people are dying everywhere and families are being destroyed. But the, but the price of milk, bro. Do you, know who, do you know who doesn't care about the price of milk? Dead people. Do you know who barely cares but almost doesn't? Are the family members that just buried those dead people. Because they're just kind of numb. And broken from the pain of this totally unnecessary nightmare that we're living through. That you don't even have the courage to talk about. But don't worry. Trust me. (laughs) They're going to fix it. They're going to stop it all. They're going to stop the wars. They're going to stop the, you know interest printing money scam they're going to stop the mass migration they're going to stop the abortion clinics they're going to yeah they're going to do it all man it's just 5d chess strategy bro that's what coping looks like (laughs) i have no time football players still collapsing having heart attacks and even dying on the pitch two more in the last couple of weeks oh this is in uh 
In, in the United States, or is this in Europe? It's in Europe. A Brazilian player gone down. It's every day. All the time. I could make the, your, your entire podcast could be this if this is what you wanted. Just talk about uh, just that, just the injuries and stuff. You could, you could do it all day, every day. There'd be a new, something new to talk about every week. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I was reading this from Western Standard. Uh, says the post-Harbor conservatives seem more inclined to shuffle out social conservatives and stand behind them. And this is what I'm talking about, how they're weak. Now, I don't want, I'll just paraphrase this for you because it's kind of a long article. I don't want to read the whole thing. A social conservative, what, for what they're re- referring to here, and that's why I mentioned the abortions and stuff, social conservatives are, are anti-abortion. They're pro-life, don't think it's a good thing. I mean, go and watch an abortion. Go, go see the video. Watch them fucking stick the thing in and, you know, scramble eggs a fucking baby and start sucking its guts out and all the other things. And you, th- and you see how you feel about it then. Then come back. They're, they're anti-abortion, okay? And the conservatives act like that's okay to be in the conservative party. But when you join, and as these people have found out, oh, I don't know which ones it was, uh, here's one, Garrett Van Dorland. He was disqualified from the leadership race or some kind of, uh, or a nomination for a seat or something, I think. He was disqualified because of his views on abortion. Now, they didn't say this up front. They didn't tell him right away, hey, yeah, we're not... They won't say to Canada, we are pro-abortion, because they will lose too much of their base, because many actual conservatives who actually believe in things are, are pro-life and they are anti-abortion. And the conservatives know if they come out and say this in public, they're going to lose all kinds of votes. So what do you do? Well, they won't tell you the truth. We're just going to hide. We're going to say nothing and quietly shovel people out the door as they find out that, yeah, we're not about that here. They're gutless. They are the most gutless bunch of losers in this country. And they are the reason that we all suffer because they can't do their jobs. They're a fake opposition. They're a fake opposition that are fake fighting with fake issues and ignore everything else happening around you. And this is, uh, you know, they won't even talk about something like this. You know, what's the, the caption say? When they show you their intentions, believe them. This, again... <laughs> Derek was ahead of the curve on this one. Trans Day of Vengeance. So good. He said the the unsullied army, the rise of the trans cells is coming. It uh, does seem to be, doesn't it? Can't imagine a bunch of mentally ill people being told they need to... You know, oh, look. Oh, nice. A bayonet. Protect trans kids. Okay. <laughs> protect them how? From what? Protect them from nine-year-old kids at a Catholic school by murdering them? Is that what you mean? You fucking psychopath. Oh, there's so much more. I need to take a break. I'm going to see what else is. What's that? Uh, just give me, bear with me. I'm going to delete some of these and move some stuff around. Let's see the chat. Who's in there? Is there anybody? Am I talking to myself? It's probably lots. Oh, there's a lot. It's quite a few. Chris Sky from Air. Somebody says, yeah, why not? Uh, Anastasia said, well, there you go. Chris Sky team moved into Scarborough location, ready to rumble. If you can volunteer even a tiny bit of time, email chrissky4change at, I think it's gmail.com. I got their survey today to help organize who can do what. Dude, he's got a real shot. He's got money. He's got a lot of people behind him. He's very well known. He's more well known than anybody else in the race. 
And the Toronto Star won't even put him on the front page of the newspaper. They did everybody else that's running in the race, but not Chris Sky. Uh, they'll just ignore him and he'll go away, you know? Oh, he can't be the mayor. He's not serious. Hey, Rob Ford was smoking crack and he did okay. All right. I think I think the public places way way too much of a ma- like they regard these people as like some kind of oh you can't just be a mayor or you can't just be a politician, bro. That takes a it takes a what? It takes a liar. It takes a coward. It takes somebody to shut up and do what they're told. Ooh. Oh man, where will we find the quality of people needed to fill these positions? I wonder. I can't imagine. We've done that for long enough. I'm tired, and I am ready to try something else. I would absolutely. I am 100% sincerely serious. I think Chris Guy should be the mayor of Toronto. I think he can, and he will win. I think it's a very good chance. And uh, it would be hilarious to see them spin and, and lose their minds and try to deal with that. Oh, no. I had to refresh the page, and I lost the rest of the chats. I hope I didn't lose it, but uh, that Anastasia. If anybody else was before that, I'm so it's, it's, it's that way. It's just that way because they, they, they murdered Entropy. The trans cells chopped it up and and made a mask out of its face like that fucking creature from earlier. <laughs> I want your soul. Do you want souls because you don't have one and you're so desperate? The emptiness, the emptiness of having no soul yourself is just demanding that you retrieve one from someone else. Is that what's going on? I don't know. Uh, people are talking about the shield and the wire in the Odyssey chat for some reason. Am I not entertaining enough for you? <laughs> I'm going to talk about a different show. <laughs> <laughs> fine fine be like that wow this is flying by we're at two hours already good good because i want to get out of here i hate doing this <laughs> digital blackface yeah that's a whole thing what else can we go what else can we do what do you guys want to do oh i guess we I talked about this a little bit earlier um yeah independence party again who did the work? How many people did he inspire? How many people did he uplift? And how many people did he encourage and give a little bit of his strength to from example? I'll, I'll start. I'll raise my hand. Seeing him shout down all those cops. Get out of here, you Gestapo! Get out! You remember that? How fucking awesome was that? After they've already arrested him numerous times and come back, he doesn't give a fuck. He's trying to run his church service in his church. And the police show up, and they're like, nope, respect my authority. There's just a couple bad apples. No, there's no good cops anymore. There aren't. And it's a very simple, logical problem to solve. One, do... <laughs> what? It, what is the job... I'll say this to all the, all the back the blue fans out there. What is the job of the police? It's to enforce the law, right? It's to enforce the laws. Are there unjust laws? Yes, there are. So a police officer has agreed in, a, in exchange for taking a paycheck and accepting this gun and badge to enforce the law, meaning all of the laws, even the unjust ones. They have agreed to enforce unjust laws for money. They're fine with it. Doesn't bother them. You're, you've already lost just by showing up to work. You're behind. On top of that, we've had the last couple of years of human rights being trampled, literally, by horses, human beings, and their rights. I mean, that photo, 
that RCMP horse standing on an indigenous woman's head as she lies underneath this Clydesdale warhorse in a mobility scooter pretty much sums up the relationship between the people and the police in the Western world. That's how it goes. They're the henchmen and the thugs for the state to enforce the agenda. If tomorrow... They said all of the unvaccinated people must start wearing a star or a ribbon or something on their clothes or have some kind of special ID. Who enforces that law? Who says papers, please? The police do. And what are they going to say? Oh, I know, man. I know it is what it is, but I still have to arrest you. I don't want to have to, but I am getting paid $150,000, a year to do it. And I'd rather, otherwise, I'd have to sacrifice my pension, my paycheck, and my promotions. I'm just not willing to do that. I know quite a few that did, and those guys are fucking awesome. They're heroes. They're badasses. Those are who the police should, that's a cop. What we have are not cops. We have thugs. We have the Stasi. We have a political police that conduct political arrests and political investigations. That's exactly what they've done to Mr. Pulowski. They've done it to me. They've done it to Chris Guy. There's people, there's political prisoners still in jail in this country all over the place. So when these people say back the blue, you're not my friend. You're my, you are the enemy. You are supporting an enemy system that puts people in prison for having the wrong fucking opinions for not fall. They were throwing children in jail for skating on ponds for trying to play basketball. Why? Because current thing, and if you think the, oh, if you explained this 10 years ago, five years ago, said, hey, you know what the cops are going to be doing in five years? All of those cops would have laughed and said, I would never do that. That's crazy. I would never do that. But they did, didn't they? Almost all of them, actually. A very tiny minority of them walked away. The real ones, the legit ones. The rest said, ah, fuck it. Fuck it. Why not have a little bit of communist dictatorship in my life? You know, I could, I'm getting a pay raise. They got a 30% pay raise, right? Right? To enforce unjust laws on an oppressed population that is a tax. Oh, and your taxes are going up, by the way, April 1st. I just want to remind you that uh, the, the government is giving itself a yet another pay raise on May for, on April 1st, rather. How are you guys doing? Tight for money? I'm hearing a lot of people are. And why is that? Because the taxes go up, the spending never stops, and the taxes must go up to offset the spending. And where does the spending go? Goes into Haiti. $100 million goes to fucking Haiti. Billions here. $100 million there. The government's not even tracking progress of billions in foreign aid for gender projects. We've spent billions of dollars for more of this transgender, idiotic, insane, sick nonsense. Billions of dollars, and they're not even following where it goes. They just throw it away and go, yeah, I'll spend it on, I don't know, dick chopping clinics or whatever. And they just walked away. Oh, oh, by the way, we need you guys to pay more taxes because we're broke. Taxation is theft. There's no choice. They don't ask you. They simply take your money and spend it on shit that none of us would ever spend it on. And they do it at gunpoint. At gunpoint? Yeah, at gunpoint. You know what happens? It's called tax evasion. It's a crime. And you know what happens? Oh, in America, anyway, in the IRS. Men with guns come, they're called cops, and they arrest you. So it's at gunpoint. The police are allowed to carry guns and draw guns on people. You're not. You are under the threat of... You're at gunpoint. You must pay. Pay now, or there will be consequences. 
Can't just not pay. And they just take it right out of your paycheck anyway. It's not even like you got to go down to a tax office and deposit your money. And now we're going to have central bank digital currencies that are going to make that streamline that process for you even better. They'll just take the money right out of your account. They know where every dollar is all the time forever. And they can just take it as they, as they want. Turn it on, turn it off. They'll know what you're doing instantly. What you're buying, where you're traveling to, who you're spending time with. We gotta get the libs out. I have I have bigger problems. See, I've been focusing for a long time. You want to do like grade one childhood? Basically, when I hear someone say we gotta get the libs out, this is like a child asking me to like glue stickers on a page, of, like help them with it. I'm like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> you help me color this farm animal? I guess, but I mean, this is kind of we've got bigger problems. You know, I'm concerned that this entire apparatus of liars, thieves, murderers, and warmongers, and so on, people that are comfortable throwing political prisoners in jail and not talking about it, ignoring, you know, sick ideologies that targets children and so on. Why do these people need an all-encompassing surveillance and control system? That's the problem. That's worrying. But you'll never hear about it from them because they're all going to benefit from it. Is there a single person in this government saying, hey, central... You know, central digital currency. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know about this one, guys. Nope. 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 Gotta get the libs out. Yeah, it's gonna matter. It's gonna matter. It'll make a big difference. <laughs> Not even. Oh, cause they'll do so. Yeah, cause the conservatives will do so much better. I liked when they passed it. It was at the it was at the time it was called Bill C fifty one at the time. I don't remember what it morphed into later, but uh, you can be held without charge for up to two weeks now. It used to be forty eight hours. They arrest you. They have to charge you or let you go within forty eight hours. Now it's two weeks. They can hold you up to two weeks now in Canada. That's nice on suspicion of things. Uh, they basically the Canadian Patriot Act. They can read all kinds of stuff. It gave the police all kinds of more surveillance powers than ever used to have. You have way less privacy than you ever used to have. That was the conservatives that did that. That anti-freedom legislation, that draconian 1984 Orwellian surveillance style motherfucker bullshit in legislation, that was the conservatives that passed that. That wasn't the libs, bud. You want to know what the FIPA agreement is? FIPA. The Harper government signed that away. Chinese soldiers can come to our country if they want and protect their interests that they bought in this country and they sold them off all kinds of our resources and mines and everything land the harper government did that one and you want to sit here and be all oh, the libs and the chinese but the conservatives were sucking that chinese dick way before it was ever in style what's the conservative it's been going on since what did the, what did the ceases guy mulrooney days so decades our government has been owned and for sale to foreign entities uh for decades and but we got to get the libs out no, no, we need mass awareness of the emergency situation that we are in before it's too late. That's what we need. There is literally no time to spare, and if you're too fucking afraid to even tell the truth, I don't have time for you. You're a waste of time. You're a waste of fucking time. People are dying. Everything's getting worse. It's not going to stop. There's not enough people fighting back, and there's too many of these fucking losers out there that just want to be cowards and play their little games and be fat goblins. Don't care. You know, and it's, you know what, and ignore them, ignore them. And this is something else. This is a thought I had the other day. Um, I mean, I, I would, I would put pressure on, on the MPs, on the, you know, people that are in leadership positions, hold them accountable, hold their feet to the fire, say the uncomfortable things, say it to their face, say it in places where they can't ignore it. But as for their supporters, as for these rank-and-file dum-dums that just wave their flags around, oh, my team, I've been paying attention since 10 minutes ago, I know everything. Don't, 
Don't even pay attention to them. Someone asked me, like, well, you know, what can I do? How can I? Because it, it's it's hard to know, like, what you you can do. Because what are your skills? Who are you? What what uh, what resources do you have available to you? Where are you? Who do you know? Who do you not know? There's all kinds of different things. It's it's not really. I can't tell you what you can and can't do. Only you can do that. Only you can understand and and, and look inside yourself and decide what you can and can't do and what you're willing to do and not do. But you should do that. Lit, uh, find what the truth is. Face it with both eyes open and embrace it and be like, this is what it is. Fuck it. And just live in the truth. Mind your own business and just live in whatever the truth is. And when these people come around, why are you doing that? Why did you say this? Why did you fu-? just simply explain? Oh, because the X, Y, and Z and you know, whatever. Just say that. Nah, that's why. And they'll go, oh, that's, that's not true. I saw that on TV. You go, I don't care. Oh, oh, is that what you heard? I, I don't give a shit. This is my belief system, and I'm entitled to it. And I know that you're wrong. You don't think you're wrong, but I know that you are. So I, I'm not concerned with your opinion. Like, I look down I look down on you like this because I don't care. I don't care what you think. You're a, you're a child in kindergarten that doesn't know what's happening. It's like a, people getting upset and riled by, oh, these people, are the, these fucking idiots on social media. Just ignore, They're literally children throwing shit at each other. They don't know anything. They don't care. They're just... A lot of them are bots, too. That's the other thing about uh, the advancements in AI and the amount of fake accounts and stuff that's out there. You don't even know who you're talking to half the time. You may not even be arguing with a human being. It's crazy. So I try to abstain from it as much as possible. But every once in a while, you just you just can't help yourself. You know, you gotta, you gotta flip some tables and upset some people because it's just... We're all human. You know, we can't... We can't... We, we don't have maximum restraint. Not forever. Um, JT, the real Donald T, says, Arter got James O'Keefe. Yes, he did. And CPC asked why the PPC have not opened themselves up to the same playbook. Well, because they're not the same, unlike the rest of them. Dr. Jenstein says, the Vax have the mark of the beast, sadly. God bless and God save them. I don't know if that's what it is or, I mean, I don't know. It's just a Bible, another Bible prophecy stuff. I mean, it. the problem is it wasn't optional. They compelled people to do it. And it wasn't even a it wasn't a small thing. This is what I'm saying. The moral foundations are gone. Our grandfathers, mine certainly, would never have stood for this. You, you're you're suggesting you're saying so you're saying that if you don't inject yourself with an experimental technology, you're going to lose your job. That's blackmail. That's gangsterism. Are you a gangster? Is that what we are we under a criminal mafia? Yes. Yes, we are. That act of of doing that and saying we're going to curtail your rights. We're not going to let you leave the country, enter the country, travel. You're not allowed to leave the province. We're going to... Uh. There had better be a really goddamn good reason for that, and it turns out there wasn't. There never was. No one ever dared ask any questions. They all just blindly followed authority, and the authority wasn't, hey, everybody, every Friday we're going to need you to send a dollar to UNICEF. It was, we need to inject your body with experimental technology, and if you don't do it, we're going to ruin your life. And the status quo did this. That's what that's what they all did. That's what Pee-Pee did. His wife said, hashtag stay the fuck home. 
And that's who you think is going to dig you out of this mess? They've already demonstrated they do not have the moral fibers to contend with evil. They can't stand against it. They kneel to it. They're afraid of it. And they will do what it says. They're, they're politicians. And what do we need? Not politicians. We need crusaders. We need people on a mission that are like in the mindset that this is, this is what you're going to dedicate your life to. And they're going to come after you in every way you can imagine. Maybe they'll start killing people. I don't know. But I, I would I would expect that they will. They, they historically that's typically what happens, especially as the status quo system starts to become threatened in any way, and the pressure start the cracks starting to form and appear. Then people start getting murdered, and that's then then it gets real wild. Then then it's which side's going to back down because they're not. There's nothing they won't do to retain power. So who has who has the will to win? Does the resistance is the resistance willing to endure that level of persecution? to press on or are they going to kneel in the face of violence historically uh no they don't typically <laughs> especially especially in the western world and it is the age of aquarius so i mean french revolution american revolution hey it's revolution season for the next 20 years apparently so i don't know i could see it Anastasia says Chris Sky for change at gmail.com. Oh, it's not Gmail. Uh, mail.com. I'm sorry. My bad. I assumed you made a mistake. I'm an idiot. I, I, I will never question anything you send in the chat again. Chris Sky for change at mail.com. Also, check out the website, ChrisTireForChange.com. says, we need good people like you in a school board, city council, mayor, any position. I don't want to do any of that stuff, but I, I, people should. But I can't dedicate my whole life and time to being on a school board or. I don't want to be mayor. I want to be dictator. Emperor, I think I can handle, but... <laughs> just kidding. I think I'm most effective doing this because um, I wouldn't have time to do this anymore. I can, I can reach 50,000 people doing this and climbing and going up. The numbers are going up, not down. They go up every week, every month, every year. Up, 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 up. And that's despite the censorship, despite the smear campaigns, despite the lies, the arrests, the trials, all of it. Where are the numbers? Up. They're still going up. Why? Because it's the fucking truth, and people know the truth when they hear it. And that's why they have to shut people like me up. That's why they have to shut people up like Chris Guy, because they can't have them talking. If they were the idiots, if we were the idiots and the incompetent, extremist, crazy, nutcase buffoons that they say that we are, why is there a need to shut everybody up? If anything, I would promote them and I would put them on the front. Like, look at this fucking retard. Look at this idiot. Listen to this maniac. And everyone would be horrified and shocked at how crazy you sound. But they don't do that. They say everything. They, they present that you don't get to speak for yourself, see? They did this to Bernier in the election as well. They, tr- they tried to freeze him out of the debates. No, 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 no. We'll tell everyone what you're about, and we'll let everybody know who you are, and we will, just, we will control this narrative. You will just simply be quiet and go over here. Why is that? It's because all things being equal, and if everybody had, had access to everyone and could hear everyone equally, fairly they would lose very fast. Very fucking fast. If we had 10 more people like Chris Guy in this country, it would be over. That's how little effort it takes. Not that many people have to have to put in an effort to change anything. It's really not that many. <laughs> Raging furorist. <laughs> That's gingler. I'm gingler. So they will come. 
Then these people will feel the consequences of their decision. I'm, oh, sorry. <clears throat> That's the ghost. I think the ghost, the ghost in my house might be Hitler. I don't know, but it, I have weird dreams, guys, sometimes. Like places I've never been, but I remember, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Hatch, there's, there's a movie. The ghost of Hitler <laughs> possesses someone. Takes over. Yeah, why not? Crazier thing. I've seen worse shit. I've seen dumber things on TV. Oh, what else? What else is going on? That's horrifying. And, oh, and this is uh, something else that's interesting and, and probably worth knowing, actually. This is why I put it in here. So the, the empire is over. Well, the American Western Empire, the, the, the monster, the, the ultimate evil empire, that's just going to shift its weight to somewhere else. See, it's a, it's a parasitic power that uses, actually, this, this, is, this works beautifully, like a, like a ghost, like a spirit, like a demonic force that possesses its host and gets its host to conduct its activities until it's all used up, and then it leaves and it goes elsewhere and finds a new host. So the, the host of the, the Western world, the American Empire, it's basically all used up. And, and to quote uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, actually, uh, we'll just dry up and blow away when it's all done, once we squeezed everything out of it, the United States he was talking about, and he's not lying. Um, that's all over. So this is something you need to prepare for. Um, and that's because of the BRICS alliance, Bri uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and, and South Africa were the founding members of this economic alliance called BRICS, B-R-I-C-S, and what they have done and have been doing since I've been paying attention anyway, 10 years at least, have been forming this economic block and working around working around the SWIFT system, so all the, inter, all, of the all, all the ways our payment processors, everything works here in the Western world, been working way around that. Western sanctions have isolated Russia so much that they don't even need any of our shit anymore, so we're all going broke and everything's going upside down because of this banking, uh, you know, uh, insolvency, liquidity crisis. Does it affect the Russians? Nope, not even a little bit because they've already been, they're already gone. They're already on their own. They've already learned how to be self-sufficient. They're rebuilding their economy. They don't need us anymore. And they have been stockpiling gold like motherfuckers. China and India and Russia and Brazil because to, to build their economic uh, block on top of because they know that fiat currency, money based on nothing, printed out of thin air, can just be printed to infinity, is a, is, a, is a scheme. It's a pyramid scheme. Every fiat currency goes bust eventually. Average lifespan is about 200 years. Um, and this is pretty much the end of, of the United States' hegemony over the world. The Saudi Arabians are brokering, or no, the Chinese have brokered a deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran. They're working on another one, uh, Russia and India. All of the rest of the world doesn't like us. You know, NATO, they're not fans, um, probably on account of all the wars and, and imperialism and conquest and death and everything that we've been doing at the behest of the real power in the world. So as we, while we've been possessed, we've been going around on this mass murdering spree and so on. So people are, uh, if you go outside the Western world, the the opinion on, 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 on the West is not great. It's not good. And uh, they only really kind of tolerate it and put up with it because they need the money. You got to trade everything in U.S. dollars, baby. The U.S. dollar runs the world. Or at least it did. 
Uh, and now it's 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 coming to an end. And guess who's going to replace it? If that's going to be the Chinese, the Russians, and the Indians, and, and all of these other countries that are joining in this economic block together, working together, based off a gold-backed currency, which is going to be far superior, but more importantly, far more stable. You know what rich people don't like to do? Lose money. And they're going to take their money and put it in a place where it's safe and not going to fucking collapse and evaporate like a gold-backed currency system like the ones these gentlemen are working on right now. And it's been in the works for a long time. And now everybody's, yeah, it looks like Russian India has agreed to trade for oil for rupees. They're all supporting their own team, their own currency systems, and edging out uh, American power at the same time. So... You're, you're seeing the early stages of this, but we're, we're living through the decline and the end of the, emp- the American empire. And a lot of its power has been, built, has been based on the U.S. dollar, the, the petrodollar. Uh, and that's, you know, Saudi Arabia looks like they're, all, they're all out of the deal too now. So, yeah, we're going to be... The scary thing is, is the Hail Mary play. Like, when, like people don't like to lose either, especially powerful empires and things. When things start to go to hell... There, there can be a reaction, you know. That hopefully, and they're trying to really start a massive major war to prevent. The, and this is the real reason, guys. It's not about QAnon, you know. The sort of this money runs the world. Fo- always follow the money, and you'll find out you're going to be real close to the truth if you don't hit it directly on the fucking face, right on the button. Follow the money. And I just explained it to you. Why are the Russians the bad guys? Why? Are they t- well, because they're, you know, they're gonna they're gonna make off with all the coins, and we're gonna be fucked. <laughs> they're trying to. The West is trying to retain its stranglehold on the international monetary system, and you've got a competing faction that's poised to take over from them. So they're trying to sucker them into a war to stop them, and it's not going well. And I I don't know. It might already be over. Now I've I even read. I don't have the story. I fucking should have found it. Uh, I read last night. The Ukrainian president Zelensky has actually asked the Chinese now to come to Ukraine to broker a a deal between the Russians and the Ukrainians. So you see this pattern, you know, up and coming and on the way out. Something else our leaders are completely ignoring and completely just not paying any attention to. They're just too busy Slava Ukraining. What has this done? This has dramatically weakened our military. We've sent all of our weapons, all of our strategic stockpiles, everything into this quagmire, this black hole. We've sent tons of money, fortunes of money that we can't afford to send because we're fucking broke. And they sent billions into Ukraine. All of our, you know, send it, send everything. Send the tanks, send, send it all. Did anybody ever stop and think that, uh, hey, is this even a good idea? Never mind. Let's let's just, because apparently this government, our people, they don't care about the moral argument. That doesn't matter to these fucking people because they're immoral goblin people. All of them, the political class, you know, very few of them are worth a damn. So generally, I just distest them all and dismiss, unless I identify specific people that I've met or know, and I'm like, actually, this person isn't a piece of shit. But generally... Rule of thumb, I hate them. Uh, they're not, they're not, so if they just want to abandon the moral argument and focus totally on just practical reasons, logical reasons, does it make sense? 
to dump all of your military resources and money into a losing cause, a lost cause, a cause we can't possibly win, when we're bankrupt and broke at the same time. As we march closer and closer into a, an actual confrontation with these people, shouldn't we be building up our forces and enriching ourselves and, you know, basically putting sandbags under the windows and making sure everything's fucking solid before we... No? No, we shouldn't? We should do the opposite? Okay, got it. All right, and those people that are poised to, you know, be the next uh, dynasty, the next empire, you know, possessed force of evil to police the world is, uh, turns out they've got a lot of money in our government and our government is doing all kinds of self-destructive things. Isn't that strange? It's almost like we're not making our own decisions anymore or something. I don't know. We're going to move on though. We're not going to talk about that anymore though. Because the cost of milk is the most important thing that we need to focus on. It's my turn. It's my turn. They're asleep at the wheel at the best of times if they're not just openly, you know, finding ways to screw you over. This is Peter Pumpkinhead here with his (laughs) comes to Canada. And this is what he has to say. This is one of the, again, standing ovation, the great economy. I mean, we used to achieve things. We used to accomplish things. We used to build things. We used to, like, cure diseases. We used to, you know, we used to be awesome. And now our great achievement is, like, having women in places. I'm very proud that both of us have cabinets that are 50% women for the first time in Oh, man. Yeah, they have vaginas. That's why they're here. We totally selected people and put them in positions of power because optics and diversity. <laughs> we don't have any idea. Oh, let's ask Jennifer. The holololacola? You need to be reproduced for the hololacoost comments that you made. Why is she here? Oh, she has a vagina. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Automatic leadership position. I forgot. I totally forgot. For God's sakes. We don't have any standards anymore. Just do whatever. Because it is the current year. That is why we have this many women. Are they even good at their jobs? I don't know. I have no idea. In fact, if they say anything against me, I will fire them. I'll, I'll, I'll fire them all. And he has, and they will continue to do so, and throw them under the bus, and slander them, and all kinds of stuff. But we have feminists. You're fucking <sighs> manipulating and taking advantage of people, and playing on their emotions, and using again the weapon of guilt, which, as I've said, this is science talking, not me. White people have the highest capacity for empathy of all of the races. White people have the most capacity for empathy. So it's strange and interesting, the psychological tricks that are played to elicit empathy. Oh, you have to, or else you're mean. Boo. You're you're a bad guy if you don't, you know, not supporting this means you're bad. Don't you have any empathy? Are you saying black lives don't matter? You know what I'm saying? That's how it always works. Are you saying that women shouldn't have jobs? No. <laughs> They make this all or nothing. You either support this or you're against it. And in that way, 
making you feel guilty for not supporting it. And because white people have the highest capacity to feel guilty and have feel empathy, they go, okay, I'll support. Because they can't stand, they don't want to feel guilty, and they don't want to feel uncomfortable, and, the, and because they're weak. The, we- the weakness has gotten so prevalent, the strength has gone so far down that that's all it takes. Just make them uncomfortable. Make them feel guilty and they'll, and they'll cave right away. They have no ability to withstand anything, any kind of, nothing like that. They'll fold like a, like a newspaper in the rain, dude. They'll just disintegrate right in, right in front of your eyes. Just make them feel guilty. Will that work? Oh, yeah, they're weak as fuck. You can't even say mean words around them. They call the cops now. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. These people are very easy to emotionally manipulate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, remember when they emotionally manipulated you into saying, like, we need more clinics. We need to legalize drugs to save lives. Because if we don't legalize these drugs, people will die. And that is how, I mean, addiction is their empathy. Do something self-destructive because we're going to make you feel guilty if you don't support it. So what do they do? BC legalized Basically, every fa- every uh, lethal narcotic there is, you can have two and a half grams of crack, cocaine, heroin, all kinds of stuff, fentanyl, and it's it's fine. It's not illegal anymore. And what's happened? Well, British Columbia has set a new record high for overdose calls. Huh. Weird. And this stuff is flooding the country. I actually spoke to another guy recently, uh, yesterday, day before. Not that I condone his lifestyle, but I mean, I'm not that kind of person. You know, I've known him a long time. You know, people live their lives. Involved in the drug world, you know, and saying, hey, man, <laughs> there's a lot of fentanyl coming in this country. It's going to get really bad, really bad, like opium war is bad. And the irony, too, is that the Chinese learned how to do this from us. Fentanyl is coming from China. The majority of it is entering Canada from China. This is why the conservatives won't say it or talk about it or approach this because they'd have to say China which they will never do because they are owned by China. The opium wars um, took place a long time ago. Uh, you know, Hong Kong? Hong Kong was a British colony, essentially. And the way that the, uh, the British kind of subdued and, and colonized, in a way, a lot of the Asian people was they got them addicted to heroin and opium. They proliferated this drug and got them all fucked up on drugs and sick and addicted and, and uh, destroyed, decimated their civilization. And it just ran, it just really... You had a nation of drug addicts. So, I mean, good luck. Good luck organizing and fighting back against the British fucking empire when everybody's on opium and heroin. Interestingly, now, that the Chinese have not, are not without a sense of irony, are now poisoning our people in the exact same way uh, now with fentanyl. Uh, and it's all over the place. It's cheap to make. It's an, it's a, it's an elephant tranquilizer. Uh, what, what they do with it is it's, it's very addictive. You got a very, you know, a rush, a high from it. And they, it's so because it's so cheap, they cut it in with more expensive drugs to sell, like, uh, like uh, crystal meth and cocaine and stuff like this. Um, enhancing the potency of the drug they're selling, they can cut it down, they can um, sell it for, they can sell less of the actual drug they need to pay a lot of money for, like a kilogram of cocaine is thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. That kilogram will last much longer if it's cut up with things like, you know, baby powder and fentanyl and stuff. So where it's like, it's only, only a small percentage of this cocaine is even cocaine the rest is just trash and a lot of this you know poisonous garbage from from uh i mean it's all trash but you know what i mean but from fentanyl from you know coming out of you know from china getting shipped over here in shipping containers and stuff by gangsters 
So that's what they're doing. They're hollowing this country out left and right. Government's bought off. Police are bought off. Military's in shambles. And uh, everybody's dying of overdoses and getting sick and addicted to painkillers and drugs. And what? And another reason they find these street drugs, our doctors, who everyone reveres so much, have been over-prescribing opioids and painkillers for years. For fuck's sake, you go with a broken toe, they might offer you Dilaudid now. People get addicted to this. The first time, I had never done drugs in my life. I think I smoked weed like twice when I was in high school or something. Drank a lot because I was in the army and it was allowed. <laughs> but nothing else. And it was until, I'd never been high in my life until, what did they give me? I don't, was it Dilaudid? I can't, something like that. I was in an accident. And, uh, but it wasn't necessary. I wasn't that hurt, you know? I was just like, it was painful. My legs are fucked up, and it's like, I'm kind of, I'm on crutches, you know? And then I have some, I'm like, is this necessary? And I see why people get addicted. I had to stop taking it after a few days, because I'm like, I don't like where this is going. I'm like, I'm like going to bed thinking about it. I'm taking more than I'm supposed to. I'm getting up, I'm taking one right away, because it feels good. And I'm thinking about how long has it been? Can I take another one? Then I'm taking them when I'm not supposed to. This is after like three days. Three days, and I'm like, I'm turning into a drug addict flush by I'll just I'll just hurt it'll just hurt I don't know if it was Dilaudid it was some kind of very strong painkiller anyway so I mean they they basically set people on this path of like hey have you ever tried fucking hard drugs before have some of this and then the prescription runs out and uh, the addiction doesn't then what happens so you know yay doctors thanks guys thanks not all doc you know some there are some good doctors out there but it's the 80-20 rule. It's like 20% of everything, anywhere. <laughs> they're, the, they're all right. They're competent. They're, and the other 80% are terrible. <laughs> it's like when you go to your favorite coffee shop. There's always, you know, there's a couple of good workers that you, you know, oh, they're, they're, oh, they're great. And then there's some, a lot of the other ones are like, sometimes you just don't even go in. You're like, who's working today? I'm not even fucking with that, you know. <laughs> so that's good. So now everybody's dying and, and uh, more than ever. And we've legalized it, so that means there's more access than ever and more people than ever are going to be going to be doing fentanyl and all kinds of drugs. That's great. I'm, I'm for one, I, I think it's great. I think we're going down the right path here. Uh, let's check Rumble. What's, 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 Jen Steen says, my dag mind is so much in contrast with my Cirque wife. I feel for you, man. That sucks. I don't know how... She says, I'm preparing for cannibalism while she wonders where her Amazon package is. <laughs> is that even really your wife at that point, or is that just someone you live with? I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to tell, I'm not going to tell anybody what to do, and I don't mean to think that I should or that I have any. What I will say is that personally, in my experience, having having someone that's a partner with you in your relationship that shares your views and your feelings and you support each other and work together with each other towards the same things is a enormously more fulfilling and satisfying relationship than just living in the same house as someone who, you know, you sleep with sometimes. That's, you know, I, anyway, maybe you're fine. Maybe people are fine with that and they're just like, ah, it is what it is. That's fine. Whatever. I'm just saying I, you know, there's, it's a great thing if you can find it. Um, anyway, I don't want to, I probably, I've already gotten enough people divorced. I think I don't need to go down this path anymore. I don't think so. You know, where's the money at? Who knows? We're never, we're never going to know where the money is. The feds aren't tracking the money. Nobody cares. 
Um, we're adding $50 billion to the budget, though. And, you know, the finance minister has a cute video over buying shoes. That's good. She's like, I'm buying shoes and supporting the economy. We're so broke. Last fall, they predicted that uh, they would return to a balance this year, gradually reducing deficits until moving into a surplus in 2027. The previous projection has been dropped and replaced with a $14 billion deficit. So, don't, Mr. Speaker, don't worry. We have, like, calculators and stuff, and we have adjustimulated that potentially and problematically in the future that the monies that we have now will be, like, we'll have more of them later-ish if we spend over them now. But later time, we've calculated that we'll have more of that. Uh-huh. Are you sure you know what you're doing? Absolutely. Time passes and the results are in. Mr. Speaker, it seems our McCalculum relations weren't exactly totally positively all right. And we need to spend more money to unlock your savings so that later... Like, it's never going to stop. They don't know what they're doing. Everything they do is making it worse. We're going to go up another $50 billion by the end of... My God. If you, were, if you were trying to destroy the country, I don't know what else they could do that they aren't already doing. Maybe get us into a war would probably help expe accelerate this destruction more. But I mean... And I guess add $50 billion more to this. This regime has spent more than every other... Prime Minister's office combined in the history of, of Canada. That includes two world wars, by the way. Oh, well. Good thing we locked down. Good thing we stayed home and stayed safe. And now we need billions of dollars in bailout plans and serve money and business loans and so on to stop the bleeding, but it can't be stopped because all the, the brain drain, all the smart people have left the country, all the big money's left the country, all the doctors have left, the nurses are leaving, everybody's just gone, military's falling apart. There's going to be chaos, but chaos provides opportunities, doesn't it? There's a Japanese sayings and stuff about that um that's when that's when things change things don't change when everything is stable and going well things change for the better or worse but the only way to do it is in a in an environment of <laughs> chaos that's just how it is i didn't i didn't make the rules i just live here i didn't make up world history i'm just telling you what i've seen what I saw. I seen it. So, yeah, Polanski's banished. What else? And they and they need a fucking pay raise. That's ridiculous. These people need a... Okay. All right. We're almost done. What time is it? Okay. Perfect. Fuck yes. We're all just really on time lately. You know? Go through the, the chats one more time in case there's any more. And then we're going to count this out. King of Trash... King of Trash says, what a horrible remark. It's 50% birthing persons. I'm literally shaking right now. Birthing persons. No, it's women, which is an adult human female. <laughs> I know this is controversial, but I, I, I'm struggling to bring this to people. Michael the Conqueror says, you just explained how I got into weed after the T3 painkillers from the dentist. God bless the future PM. Right? 
This is how people most people get introduced to drugs through their through their healthcare systems and their doctors. And uh, it's a lot of a lot of our communities are being decimated by these drugs. And it, you know, here's a you know, this guy would know. Here's a paramedic, Chet Chisholm. Street fentanyl tends to be car fentanyl. That's not what we have in the ambulance. That's what Roland Tembo used to bring down the T Rex in Jurassic Park. Yeah, like horse tra- elephant tranquilizers. I, I believe Chet will have to correct me. I believe a microgram, which is like a speck of salt. Like a little, like a dot of sand or salt. That's like a, a, a microgram will kill you. That's how much fentanyl you need to overdose on. There's enough fentanyl in this country to kill everyone alive in North America. Hopefully nobody ever dumps it in the water supply or something. I don't know how that would that even work. I don't want to know. Madam Breezy says read a book. I I read one yesterday. I'll read another one tomorrow. People send me books all the time. <laughs> I know what she wants. I won't give it to her. I love not giving women what they want. It's my th- it's probably my best quality. <laughs> Disappointing women is is what I am better at than anything else. Starting with my own mother, you know, all the way <laughs> through life. It's just just a lineup of women going like this. Ugh, you know, that's that's every woman in my life. So, there congratulations, man and Breezy. I are you disappointed? Good. That is what I hope for. What I, that's what I shoot for. I wake up every day and I'm like, there's a woman out there someday who's having a good day. I'm going to fix that. I'm going to fix that for her right now. <laughs> All right. So, jeez. And these these guys are terrorists, hey? Why are they even part of the government? The, the Bloc Québécois, the Parti Québécois, do you know where they came from? They came from the FLQ. The FLQ is the Front de Libération du Québec. Whatever the fuck. Terrorists that were killing people, kidnapping politicians and killing people and so on. Car bombs and so on. Um, they were Quebec separatists. Emergency Act was invoked. Was it? I mean, I did way more damage. I looked down on the FLQ. I'm like, that's all you did? <laughs> I had a meme country. All you could do is fucking kidnap you know, diplomats and murder some people and blow some stuff up to get the Emergency Act. I did it with a meme. You guys are weak. <laughs> Wasn't just me, but I. it, it was... They did force me to testify from prison for a reason. Um, these uh, the descendants of a party of terrorists that held the country hostage to their car bombs are now saying that uh, it's worth violating free speech to promote Quebec content. Oh look, another dumb woman saying something crazy. I'm trying not to be a you know like hardline chauvinist here, but it's getting harder every day. Every day it's getting more and more difficult. But you know to be fair. Whose fault is that? I mean, it's either some dumb woman or, you know, some... <laughs> I don't even know who this guy is. He's he's so fat, he hasn't done up the top button of his shirt, though. Because it won't fit around that gelatinous, you know, gullet around his neck. So there's some fat, ineffective, you know, weak, submissive man nearby as the women are in charge of everything. The feminine energy has taken over, and it's completely one-sided and off-balance. There's no, um, you know, masculine checks or balances anywhere, and every, you know, it's not good, and it's it's causing problems. Just dumb women everywhere. <laughs> it's misogyny. I don't care what you call it; it's true. I call it the truth. I don't care what name you give it. Um, when you stop producing stupid, you know, neo-Marxist women. To go, 
and be retarded and say insane things, I'll stop criticizing them. But while you keep producing them for me, left and right, I mean, I'm literally running out of time here. Uh, I, 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 I can't help it. It's like whack-a-mole. Every day there's another one. Oh, look, there's another one. Oh, it's another one. Hi, another one. Another neo-communist liberal woman. At least she wasn't obese. I'll give her that. They usually are. We need to teach Somali in the Edmonton schools. You need to go home and never come back. You're not. You're fired. You're fired. Do I get a pay raise? No, you don't get a fucking pay raise. These people think they need pay raises, though, and they're getting one. It's not an April Fool's joke. It says MPs who pay raise in April 1st, as they always do. Surely it says, who wrote this? Mark Bonokoski. Bonokoski? Sounds Polish. Sure, there must be some discomfort among our MPs as they sat to hear the finance minister deliver her budget to the downtrodden while knowing that in just a few short days on April 1st, to be precise, their annual salary will jump by $5,000. Every year, always, pay increase, no matter what. April Fool's Day is therefore an appropriate day. Why do people use weird words? It's appropriate. For our federal politicians to play us for fools by grabbing more of our money while padding their own pockets at the same time. It's ingrained in the system, presumably not uh, so beat up taxpayers don't know they're taking another hit. While inflation is crippling them and food prices have the CEOs of the major grocery chains flying to Ottawa with wiped smiles to explain themselves and their record profits. There will be no headline on April 2nd, for example, telling the public that the prime minister will be getting an extra $10,000 based on contract data published by the government of Canada. It'll just happen. This, however, will make it the fourth pay raise since the outset of the pandemic. Fourth. With backbench MPs pocketing an extra $5,000. A backbencher. So one of these nameless, faceless idiots who just stands up and goes, ar, 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 whenever one of their other chosen idiots is allowed to talk and say something that means nothing. And they play their pretend theater back and forth. Those people, the cheerleaders who do nothing, collect $189,500. The backbench. The nobodies are making that much. Cabinet ministers, now we're getting to the big leagues, $279,000. Well, basically, 100 bucks shy of 280 grand. So a little cool quarter mil a year, plus. And don't forget... Your travel is comped. All your miles traveled. You get paid for that. All your hotels are free. All your meals are paid for. Everything's paid for. So your expenses are dramatically less. It's, oh, I was working. I had, oh, I had lunch here. Yeah, cha-ching. There's 50 bucks for that. Oh, I had supper. Uh, cha-ching, $100. Oh, I had to drive to the hotel. The hotel was $300 a night. And I had to rent a car and drive to this summit meeting. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. That one person just cost $9,000 for a weekend. That normally they would have had to pay with their own salary, but because they're super important government people, you fucking paid for that. In fact, the uh, prime minister actually just had a vacation, cost $160,000 just for his fucking Christmas vacation. Uh-huh. The trip was the family's first overseas vacation since 2019 to Costa Rica, which cost $200,000. That's quite the Christmas. Quite the Christmas party. You know, a lot of it, too. It can be misleading because it's like $200,000 for it. Well, a lot of it's jet fuel 
and you have to pay the salaries for the crew, and you have to pay overtime and all that kind of shit. So it's not like they're throwing caviar around and this kind of stuff. But the principle of the thing is when you're, you're we're going through a rough time, people don't have money, and you're flying to fucking Jamaica, and we're paying for it. I'm pretty sure uh, you can pay for it yourself because the prime minister's office makes, the prime minister himself makes $379,000 a year. If I was making $379,000 a year, I, I would feel pretty gross and pretty ridiculous charging my supporters to pay for my vacation to Jamaica. You know, I just, I feel like that's pretty ridiculous. The government, via the finance minister, is set to offer $3 billion over five years in tax credits to boost Canadian clean energy technology investments. They're so good with money. We know these are going to be good decisions. We know it's going to produce more money in the future. And we can tell by their track record because over the previous years, they said, we're doing this with the money, which is going to go here. It's going to cause this. And therefore, because of our math at the end, we're going to have this much money left over. Yeah, they don't know. They're just throwing money out the window. Oh, $3 billion here, $5 billion there, $20 billion there. Everything's going to get better. I don't care. Just give me the money. Shut up. Pay your carbon tax. $2.4 billion to help low- and middle-income households with a high cost of living, or so says various confidential sources. But will they finally rein in the carbon tax? Hell no. Carbon tax will cost the average family 400 to nearly $900 this year, even after rebates, which is a lot of money for the poor people that they trample on. These people see four hundred and eight hundred dollars, like well, so that's barely anything. No, that's that's like that's eating and not eating for most people in this country. While Ottawa sticks Canadians with higher bills, other countries have provided relief. The CTF, I don't, I'm going to say Canadian Taxpayer Federation. Is that what that is? Probably identified fifty-one national governments that cut taxes during the pandemic. And as inflation took off, 51 other countries cut taxes. That includes more than half of the G7 and G20 countries and two-thirds of the countries in the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Australia cut its gas tax in half. India cut its gas tax to keep inflation low, thus helping poor middle-class families. The United Kingdom announced billions in full tax relief. South Korea cut its gas tax by 30%. Germany, the Netherlands, Italy, Israel, Peru, Poland, and 25 Indian states also cut their fuel tax. Here in Canada, taxes only go up. Slava, got to get the libs out. Pay that money upstairs to the man. You can trust them. They're looking out for you. They're the conservative party. They're the NDP. We're the lib. They all hate you. And I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart as sincerely as I can place it to anyone who's listening. I don't care if you hate me. It doesn't matter. From me to you, as a human being, alive in this world with a family that I care about and children that I love and people that I love, I want to see things get better. I want to see the future for them get better. I want them to have more opportunities, like, like we all do. I want what's best for everybody. I, I want more sanity and justice returned to the world. I want, I want fairness. I want the truth to come back. I don't want to see poor people being robbed blind by these rich pieces of shit. So it doesn't matter if you're a conservative supporter, a liberal supporter, an NDP. You need to know this. They hate you. They don't respect you. They look down on you. They mock you. They laugh at you. And they get rich doing it. You're being a sucker. You're worth more than that. 
your your ancestors and you know these things, especially on the left, they don't want to believe it. It's not real. Your forebearers fought very hard and suffered very hard through a lot of very difficult things for you to just even be here. And they're not here anymore. They can only watch from afar. If they were here, they would be pretty upset seeing their children being taken advantage of like this. Because that's exactly what's happening. These criminals are taking advantage of us. And they're selling us down the river. They're selling our futures down the river. They're taking advantage of us, selling us down the river. They're getting rich to do it. And anybody that opposes them and says, hey, what are you doing? They say, shut that person up and put them in jail. There's no, le- there's no teams. It's the, top versus- it's the top stepping on the bottom. It's the way it's always been. It's the way it's always going to be until it gets changed. And I don't see any reason why it can't. We didn't used to have the internet. More people know more now than ever. Just the amount of things that I've been able to learn and know about at the age of 37, I would have had to have been like a 70-year-old king back in the day with my own library and people to come tutor me and tell me things. Outside of that, nobody else knows jack shit about anything. They don't even know where they are. They've never even seen a map before. They can't even read. We have access to more information and more attempts more shots more more rounds in the gun more shots at getting to the truth than any person has ever had in the history of human life <laughs> it's going to be really hard to put that genie back in the bottle and to top that off, I'm going to play you this. This is how this is what they think of you. So we have Cesis at this as all this is going on, and that's not bad enough. Telling you, and I see again. I keep seeing people all over. What you need to arrest these people, Cesis? Why are you arresting them? That's not how it works. Cesis is an intelligence gathering organization like the CIA. Well, the C- <laughs> they don't they don't arrest people. They develop information. They collect information. They develop sources. Human intelligence gather, filter. What's true? What's not true? What do we think is going on? Develop a picture of a situation, and then they give it to their superiors in the government, in the military, the police, whoever needs it. I'm like, hey, what is this about? And they go, well, this is our best guess. This is what we were pretty sure is going on. That's it. That's all they do. The end. I mean, officially, that's all they do. That's all they're supposed to do. They don't have the, they don't have the powers to arrest people, investigate crime, you know, nothing like that. They don't have it. All they can do is gather information. And what they've done is this exactly this for decades, and they have said unequivocally, point blank, on national television more than once in just a few weeks that this country has been compromised by foreign actors since the Mulroney days. Decades. Every party, every government. What are you going to do about it, Canada? The choice is yours. They can't do it for you. We have to do something about this. They will not do anything. They can't. What do you want them to do? Say it again? Tell the truth again? Do you think they're lying? Why? Why would they lie? And they're not lying. The proof is everywhere. 
the cozying up to the Chinese, helping their military, inviting their military in, sending our military to help theirs, giving them our, 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 our training and our resources. Don't say anything bad about China. Yeah, install Huawei. Do it. We're doing all kinds of things that are beneficial to the Chinese and detrimental to us, which would lend weight to the accusations that CSIS is saying. Our government is owned by a foreign country. The Chinese own this place. That, that tends to track with what I'm saying. After all this is released, this is what the House of Commons uh, uh, thinks, about, thinks about that. After something pretty shocking happened to this place last week. Oh, first- it's precious black, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. It's me, Mandarin May. Mandarin May is back. And she's going to tell you all about what she thinks of this. After something pretty shocking happened to this place last week. I refer to the statement made by the Honorable Member for Don Valley North. I'm pretty scandalized that anonymous smears from CSIS end up destroying reputations with no real opportunity to respond. It's not like CSIS ever gets anything wrong. I'm sorry. (laughs) One more time. Last week, I refer to the statement made by the Honorable Member for Don Valley North. I'm pretty scandalized that anonymous smears from... Anonymous smears. That's what she's saying? CSIS has levied the, levy's not the right word, basically laid the uh, charge that the government is under the control of, of the Chinese. That's not a small thing. That's not an anonymous smear. That's a pretty serious accusation. And they've identified at least, that we know of, 11 writings that they were involved in, nine of them liberals. What were the other ones? Doesn't they'll get anybody? Anybody that's willing to pay that to, that's willing to be bought is bought. And guess what? It's mo- almost all of them. It's most of them. So she's just going to say they're all lying. Cesus is lying, and the real heroes here is the go- I mean, we're the government. We're that. We're the House of Con. We're a Parliament. We're a bunch of rich asshole millionaires that lie for a living and take advantage as parasites of our population and basically literally feed off their blood like Dracula. Hooray! And they give a standing ovation for themselves. Check this out. Thesis end up destroying reputations with no real opportunity to respond. It's not like Thesis ever gets anything wrong. Just ask Maher Arar. What the heck is going on here? And we'll inquire and find out who in Thesis thinks it's okay to leak to the media. It's wrong. The Honorable Minister for Interparliamentary Affairs. Oh, standing ovation uh, for the criminals here. Because that's that's who the real criminal is, is telling the Canadian public that they're in danger. Good thing that she's back. I miss her. She's my favorite leader. What a pointless... I don't agree with the party. This person has been soaking up money for decades to do nothing but push woke gobbledygook climate change nonsense. Have they ever had more than five seats? You know? Sometimes one... But she always gets to go to the debates. You know why? Because she's in the club. Ask her who. Ask her what. Ask her about old Billy, old Wild Bill Clinton. Ask her about that. So those people in need a pay raise, okay? Again, a, a fifth pay raise or fourth pay raise in three years or something. I don't know. Every year, maybe twice a year. I think you should send the money. You know. 
You guys are grifting. That's the biggest. You you what? So, same again. These Johnny Come Lately people. You guys are grifting. Oh, you know what grifting is now? This is something you're a term you're aware of. Have you noticed? These people have been grifting millions of dollars for themselves from your pockets for decades to lie to you and sell your country to the Chinese. That's that's like Hall of Fame level grift. And you're worried about what I'm doing, telling people that this is happening. Yeah. See, I don't... I don't care. Let me get this ready here. Because we, we got to go. I got to go. It's getting late. I don't care. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm past this. Diplomacy is over. I know who I am and I know what I believe. And I tell the truth the way I fucking see it and nobody is going to stop me. There is nothing they can do to me at all. What are you going to do? You're going to kill me? That'll make me more I'll be bigger than ever. Mission complete. Immortalized. All the messages I put out into the world are oh, that's going to get real carved in there now. We'll take your bank away. Fine. We'll put you in jail. Fine. We'll smear your rip. Fine. We'll dox your family. Fine. What else you got? We'll call you names. I don't fucking care. I don't care because I'm not a weak piece of garbage that just kneels and bows. Oh, please don't. Oh, no. No. I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. Goggins has a real, uh, (laughs) hits the nail on the head with this one. He says there's a massive infestation of weak people in today's. This is just something he randomly posted. I was like, yep. There is a massive infestation of weak people in today's world. Just by sheer numbers, the weak voice is becoming the voice of the world. The wisdom you can learn, you know, from just putting yourself through suffering and, and, you know, tapping into the the truths of the universe through pain is like, it's a real thing, man. He goes on to say, the weak have tactics to silence the strong-minded. One of their tactics is isolation. He says, uh, before succumbing to the weak completely, there's a phase where they start to lose themselves. They start speaking out of, well, he says it in the video. I saw it my whole career. Whenever people would be checking into different commands, the leadership would get together and ask for an opinion on the people coming in. Rather than take the time to formulate their own opinion, they take what the cowardly they take the cowardly way out and accept what some other person said as the truth. This is one of many signs of a bad leader. Instead of accepting someone else's word as truth, you should realize that the same person you let dictate your opinion is just as likely to run their mouth about you when you aren't around. Every now and then, you will find yourself you'll find yourself speaking out of the other side of your mouth about what you truly believe in, but only to the right people. You aren't as loud as you used to be, and eventually the more you practice these weak habits of saying what you want to say behind closed doors, pretty soon you become a bobblehead. Now all you can do is say yes. He's describing the exact same affliction that I've been describing that every other legit man in the world not only sees but feels in his bones. It's obvious they might as well be walking around with a neon sign hanging around their necks. And they think that we can't see them. That's the funny thing. They think that we don't immediately, I don't immediately recognize exactly what the fuck you are. You might as well have it painted on your face. 
It's that clearly obvious. We need to return to the moral standard that was given to us by our by our fathers, our grandfathers, and so on. Those that you know, people were held accountable. It wasn't perfect, but it was a hell of a lot better than the, than what we're going through right now. The things they get away with today, it would have been <laughs> war in the streets in the seventies. Because we got weak people that can't be uncomfortable. So they can't confront challenges. They can't confront problems. They want to avoid confrontation. They want to avoid uh, discomfort. They want to avoid fights. They want to avoid problems. Well, the world is a problem. There are problems everywhere, and your life is a fight. And refusing to fight for yourself and fight for your family is refusing to live itself. How much of a fucking coward are you when you don't even have the guts to be alive after everything that had to happen just for you to be here? You receive this precious, unique gift of your life, and you're too afraid to even fucking live it for yourself. And you have the audacity to tell me and criticize me and tell me what you think I should be doing and how I should have done this or shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. I'm what? I can't hear you. You don't even fucking exist. Take Take it away, Dave. Weak people hate strong minds. And there's an infestation of weak people in this fucking world. See, you're born with one mouth for a reason. To speak what you believe in. Speak your thoughts. Speak your truth. But what happens is the goal of weak people is to silence you. So what they do to you is to isolate you. The more they isolate you, the more you want to put a fucking damn, you want to sew up your mouth right in the middle. You start speaking out both sides of your mouth. You don't stand for shit. And eventually what happens is they make you so fucking soft, you become a fucking bobblehead. You try to shake your head, yes, for whatever they fucking want. Speak your truth. Don't be a fucking bobblehead. Stay hard. Weak people hate strong minds. Say that again. Remember that when you see the mobs of the the bobbling heads attacking the dog piling. Oh, I'm outraged. The pearl clutching. Oh, oh, they're extremists. Oh, oh. What's the matter, little fella? You get triggered? Oh, That's okay. That's okay. Daddy's home now. Why don't you just take a seat on my knee? Weak people got us here. Following and obeying the weak got us here. They aren't going to get us out. More weakness isn't going to get us out. Only strength will get us out. And you'll need courage to be strong. Tony Tarara. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. I lost all the chats. Rumbles. I can't. Tibor cutting Drago. The... I know there's Matt Breezy, but normally I would go back, but I don't have him. Not this time. 
Maybe Entropy will be back next time. Next time, and it's not dead. We don't know. It's what it is. That's it. That's all. Appreciate you guys. Get out there and get strong. Take care of yourselves. Hold each other up. Stronger you are, the more of a problem you're going to be. And we need problems. We need to give these fuckers some problems, don't we? Let's stack the deck. Stack the deck. RagingDissident.com. T.me slash RagingDissident.ii. Get Telegram. What are you doing? Love you guys. Cheers. Paul Patrick. Six separate Tyrannus. Death to Stalin. We'll see you next time. Whenever that is. Whenever I feel like it. If I care. But I don't care. I've never cared. I'm just a product of my environment. I'm a product of my environment. Don't blame me. I just work here, but I want to fuck shit up. are denied by those least qualified I know Phil I we Phil we can add it to the platform I it, it technically it is an improvement not a this is a hard one guy well I would like there to be no narcotics flooding the flooding the, the country uh, you probably could, you know, have most of it yourself. You probably could vacuum up most of it yourself, but that's your platform. 100% cocaine purity is your pledge to the people. No more fentanyl, just just pure blow. That's it. There would probably be less overdoses, I guess, but I mean, like this is just a, it's a minor improvement, but I really feel like this is just meant to benefit you personally. I don't I don't know how I feel about this. I'll allow it, but I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not pumped about it. 